Welcome to the Yeshiva Shalmayla. This is David Lichtenstein. This week's shir will be about the halachas of Amazon. Can you open and use a package that arrives on Shabbos? Can you order a package on Friday Prime that you know is going to be delivered the next day to your house? So you, in effect, you're asking the guy to do work for you on Shabbos. If you're an Amazon seller, you sell some type of a product. Well, can you keep the account open knowing that your site is going to transact on Shabbos? Okay, now you're, again, you're an Amazon seller. Can you create a fictitious, positive review? You tell a bunch of friends of yours, here, go order my product and now write a positive review for me. Can you do that or not? Very important one coming up. Is it Lashon Hara to negatively review something on Amazon? Or for that matter, a restaurant. You go to a restaurant, you had a bad experience, can you put a negative rating? This we will actually have Rabbi Yitzchak Berkowitz, the sort of the world expert in Lashon Hara. He'll be addressing this. What about buying things on the nine days that are going to arrive after Tishabov? Or chametz? Can you buy chametz on Pesach products that you know are going to be arriving after Yamtif? For all these and others, we're going to have two tremendous Talmud Hachamim. We're going to have from Lakewood, Rabbi Yosef Kushner. He's a Dayan in the Bezdin of Lakewood. He's a noted halacha expert. He's a son-in-law of Rabbi Shleim Emila. Quotes him a lot. That's why I mention it. And from Toronto, we'll have Rabbi Tzvi Haber. He's the uh, for the Kashrus Council of Canada, the director of Kashrus. We have two really, you know, esteemed Talmud Hachamim to discuss these topics. This week was a very sad week in Lakewood. The Mashkiach Ramatisyo, Zechatzadik Kalish Lavracha was Nifta. I want to say over a story I heard from David Pelkowitz about him years ago. David Pelkowitz is a, a very noted, world famous psychologist who was very close with Taltel Ben Achaim and Achaim with Rav Solomon, and um, who used to use him on many matters where he wanted a, you know, an expert, a psychologist's opinion. So he had a, a young boy he was dealing with. He had lost his father at a young age in seventh grade. And the mother came to him that her son just is, is not functioning, misses his father. So he suggested, take him to Rabbi Solomon. So they called up and the Rebbitson made an appointment and the, the woman drove to meet Rabbi Solomon with her young son. And Rabbi Solomon listened to the boy telling how much he missed his father, etc. So Rabbi Solomon told him, Ramatisio told him, he said, you know, I lost my father at a very young age, too. I, I can empathize with you. And then he thought for a minute. He said, in fact, I suggest we start a, a club together. Let's me and you. We'll start a club. We're going to call it the No Dads Club. People without parent fathers, the No Dads Club. And he took out an index card, and he wrote on it, No Dads Club. And he wrote the boy's name as president. And then he wrote about this, Yo Solomon, vice president. And he said, I think it's important if we're in, you know, you're the president, I'm vice president, we should have each other's numbers, because you never know when you're feeling bad about not having a father. So he said, here's my number, and give me your number. And he made two cards. He said, look, this card is for you, this card is for me. Let's run this club together. And with that, the boy left. You could imagine with a big smile on his face, being the president of the No Dads Club together with the Mashkiach of Lakewood. I think this story speaks so much about what Lakewood lost this week. Before we go to our program, here's a fascinating conversation I had with Herbal Yada Goldwicht, the head of Smichas Chavar, certainly one of the biggest Marbitse Tire in the world, and also Ravin Ranana about what's going on in Eretz Yisrael, what many of the Rabbanim in Eretz Yisrael are dealing with. 
Joining us from Ranana in Eretz Yisrael is Harab Yada Goldvicht. Rab Goldvicht is the head of Smichas Chaver, which is a program that gives a mini smicha to Balabatim, Yungalai, to want to become experts in various areas of Alacha. I believe it's in over 200 locations on five continents. He's also Robin Ranana. And as I have to put a disclaimer here for, uh, for uh, press reasons, he also happens to be my son-in-law. So welcome, Rab Yada. What's it like being a Rav in Eretz Yisrael uh, during this war? So I can tell you on a, on a personal level, um, it, it's, it's hard being a, a Jew anywhere in the world, I think, uh, at this time when there's so much suffering in Am Yisrael, um, and especially when you're part of the shul, where a majority of the people go to the army, have kids in the army, they're fighting on the front line. I can tell you just about every single Shabbos, since Simchat Torah, there's a soldier that comes in on Shabbos and he benches Gomel. Uh, the first Shabbos, Shabbos Bereshit, we had a soldier with sh- shrapnel in his, uh, his his head, his arms. His, he was on one of the bases on Simchat Torah. He comes in and uh, and he benches a Gomel. So it's it's a uh, it's a real thing. You uh, you see it. We, we have a, a fantastic kila called Kila Lev Ranana Klr, and it's really incredible people Bnei Aliyah that are looking to strive and to grow and to get closer to Barco. Uh, and there's a lot of pain and suffering in Am Yisrael in general. And then there's also, specifically in our shul, uh, we had uh, a personal tragedy, I guess you can say. Uh, Parshas Vayigash, which was about two and a half weeks ago, we had a soldier who came in for the first time in 80 days. He came home, he was deployed in Simchat Torah, and he came back on uh, Parshas Vayigash. His name was Yaron Chitrit. And he came in, and we gave him an aliyah, and his brother had a baby that week. Uh, so he got two aliyahs later, he got his aliyah, and we, every time when a soldier comes in, so after he benches a goma, we usually, we don't just say amen, and Misha Gamalka, we also sing a nigin. So we sing, or Ami Yisrael Chai, or any other songs giving thanks to Kaddish Barakum. And then two, uh, two aliyahs later, his brother gets an aliyah, and he names his, uh, his, his baby daughter. And then that Sunday, and he surprised his whole family, his whole family got together, his mother didn't know he was coming in, and it was uh, it was a very emotional Shabbos for for them. It's the first time they saw they saw him in months. That week, unfortunately, on uh, on Tuesday he got killed in Gaza. He got killed in Gaza, and his levaya was on Thursday. His uh, his father was in South Africa for for business, uh, and the levaya was on Thursday, and it was a heart a heart wrenching levaya. Uh, every Levi is heart wrenching, but when you see it from from close, when you see the the parents, the family, the the brothers, the sisters, uh, there's there's no words to describe it. There's no words to to describe the the pain and the suffering. And he was uh, you could basically quote you can he was basically engaged. He had a a girl. They were mamish. They they were planning to get married right after the right after the war. Uh, and there's so many of these. They're, they're called in Eretz Yisrael almanais without rings, because uh, uh, to all the single people listening to the show. So imagine all the people who went on, you know, dozens of dates, and then you dated all different types of men, girls dating boys, and boys dating girls, and, and then finally you find the right one, and you're ready, and you're excited, and you're talking about how you're going to live together and get old together, and where you're going to send your kids to school, and you know, getting ready for the chasna plans, and then it all ends in, in a heartbeat. He, he gave up his life for for, for Am Yisrael. Uh, so it was, it was a very difficult week. It was a very difficult, uh, week for, as I said, for Amitra, but for our, our community in, in particular. And then just going to the Shiva, I can, the family is an incredible family. They, they made Aliyah around, I would say, I think 20 or 30 years ago. 
and they helped build, you know, Torah in, in Ranana. They funded a, a lot of the shuls here, and they, they even with the whole family, they're all they're all really incredible. And they decided Friday night that instead of just doing, uh, you know, coming to shul, they wanted to have uh, a citywide Kabbalah Shabbos. So uh, there's like a Times Square of Ranana called the Adla Banim. About four or five thousand people came, and there was a Kabbalah Shabbos with a mechitza right down the middle. And I don't know if those are following in, in the news of what happened here in Narsi Yisrael Yom Kippur with a mechitza in, in Tel Aviv. Yes, mechitza, no mechitza, this back and forth. There was a mechitza right down the middle. It was a Kabbalah Shabbos. It was obviously mixed with a lot of uh, singing, but also crying. And it was a very, it, it was very difficult. Very, very. I, I can share with you what what I said on Shul on Shabbos. Very big but Shabbos morning, so the whole family comes, and the the father is there, the mother is there, the the brothers, the sisters. Uh, and I told the shul, I said, I said, if Yaron was at Kabbalah Shabbos, if somehow he could have come down from Shammai, and we would have given him a microphone, and he could have spoken to each of us, what would he tell us on that Kabbalah Shabbos? Five thousand Jews from all of Ranana, religious, not religious. The mayor was there. Everyone came. What, what would he tell each and every one of us? So I told him, I said, in, in, uh, when Yaakov, he asks to be buried in, in Eretz Yisrael, so he gives two commandments. He says, Allah tikareni bin Mitzrayim, the shachati mavotai. Two different things. One is, don't leave me here in Chutzlar, don't leave me here in Mitzrayim. And the second one is, bury me in Eretz Yisrael. And some of them, the first time explains that there's two aspects of Jews coming to Israel. There are Jews who run away from America, from Chutzlar, wherever it is, or the anti-Semitism coming from France, wherever it is. And then there are Jews who are pulled to Eretz Yisrael. You either push to Eretz Yisrael or you're pulled to Eretz Yisrael. And you, that's the second value of the Shachati Mavotai, of, of understanding that Eretz Yisrael is the place where Abram and Yitzhak and Yaakov and, and the Shmatim walked and, and David and Shlomo. And it's a place where, where we connect to, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because I said the whole family, when they came to Eretz Yisrael, they didn't just come because they were running away from something. They came because they realized the value of uh, of Eretz Yisrael. I said, I said, what would what would he tell us? What, what would he tell us in in this moment? So I shared with them uh, a story. Baruch Hashem, I was looking to have uh, a baby girl uh, on Thursday, on the day of the Leviah, and um, my amazing wife. So she went into labor. So we went to the hospital, and we're looking. I'm looking at my watch. It's uh, one o'clock. We get to the hospital. The Leviah starts at three. So at two thirty, my wife turns to me and she says, "You have a Leviah to go." I said, but you're you're in labor. I, you're, I can't leave you here. He says, no, it's more important to go to the Leviah. So I go to the Leviah, and also a few thousand people there just crying, hearing the father speak, the mother speak, and people gave up everything. And then I come back. I come back to, to the hospital. Mark said, my wife didn't give birth yet. A few hours later, she gave birth. And then the nurse hands me the baby. So I hold the baby. And the first thing I do is I make a shachiyanu, like the Mishabrua says. When you have a baby girl, you say a shachiyanu. And then I said, thank you, Yaron. Thank you, Yaroni, for allowing my wife to give birth in Eretz Yisrael. Thank you, Yaroni, for allowing me to, to live in Eretz Yisrael. And I think that's the message he would tell every single, every soldier that gives up his life. He's really giving up his life, not just for the Jews in Eretz Yisrael. The Jews in Chutzaret as well. I, I hope you feel this as well. Hamas wants to annihilate every Jew. They're, they're not interested in Eretz Yisrael. It's in their doctrine. Every Jew, Ba'asher Husham, whether you're walking in America, in, 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 in France, in in England, wherever you are, they want to annihilate every single Jew. It happens to be the Jews in Eretz Yisrael, we're, we're, we're the front ones there. We're, we're the first one there. So we're, we're the first wave. We're taking it for you, Uh So what the message, what, what I think, what he might, I, again, I don't know what he would say, but this is my suggestion, what he would say, he would say, I saved your life. I gave up everything for you. I gave up my entire life for you. There's, there's nothing more that I can give. At least now live a life that was worth saving. 
I gave up everything. I have nothing left. But now what are you going to do with it? Are you going to be a year that's always, you know, running away? Or are you going to be a year that's Vishakanti Mabusai that understands the Mesorah and understands the, the Shalsalis of the Mesorah? Not just to make a physical aliyah, but also to make a spiritual aliyah. I understand people in Chutzarit can't make always a physical aliyah, but at least a, a spiritual aliyah, Bashtar Rusham, every person should make, uh, should try to make the, you know, the, uh, a spiritual aliyah. And, and realize that these soldiers are giving up their lives for, for us. And really, it's, it's the fundamental, it's the ABCs of, of Akarsa, right? It's, it's, and this expires in, in Shemot, you have Moshe Rabbeinu, what, what does it say? It says, uh, what does he do? What does he do when he goes out to his brother? That's it. He's going to see and feel another Yid suffer. That's it. He wants to, he can't, he can't stay, he can't stay in the palace. When he knows that there's there's other yidin that are that are that are suffering and that are in pain, so that's uh, that, you know. And and the Medrash also says that why do we call it Maisha? Maisha is Batya, uh, the daughter of Paro, gave him that name. Sitya. she was a guy according to some Farshim, She wasn't even uh, she wasn't even Gaia. So it says the Medrash, Bo come see how how great the Akaris that says needs to be. That she gave him, she saved his life. So we call. Moshe, Moshe, imagine there's 10 names for Moshe, Vigdor, etc. But we give the name of Moshe. Why? Because the one who saved his life is the one who, uh, who, who named him that. So all these soldiers are saving your life. They're saving my life. They're saving wherever you are. That's how we need to feel. And the deep sense of, of gratitude. Uh, I think we need to feel that deep sense of gratitude. It's the olive days. All, all of Sefer Shemais is all about a karsat of Moshe. He doesn't hit the, 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 the Nile River. He doesn't hit the ground because he was saved. It's like, it's the olive days. The thing that saves you, the least you can do is, it's just say a, a thank you, umka deliba. But it's not just a thank you. It's actually, you know, feeling, feeling the pain, feeling the, it starts with, with feeling the pain of what the families here are going through, um, and how difficult it is. I can tell you on, on Shabbos, the Shabbos after, he was Nifter, so Avilim don't get a, don't get an Aliyah. But his uncle was there. His uncle is not in Aval. So we gave him an Aliyah. So right before him, there was a soldier who came back from Aza. So we sang for him, Right afterwards was the uncle of Yaron who got an Aliyah. And I felt we had to sing something. And in my mind, I was thinking, you know, if we sing a sad song, people might cry. And on Shabbos, crying on Shabbos is not so pasha. But I, the Allah is that if a person is crying in order to, to break the pain. Sometimes the crying is actually healed. So then it's mother. So we started singing. We sang, uh, Lamancha. If you know, Eitan Katz is Lamancha. And then the high part. And we sang that a few times. And everyone was, everyone was crying. But we felt his neshama. His neshama was there. Um, and it's, and it's difficult. It's, it's, you wake up in the morning and you realize that there are neighbors of yours, parents who, who lost everything. I was there. I went a few times to be Menachem Avo and I was there on Tuesday, that Tuesday, which was their second to last day of Shiva. And there was another family in, in Ranana who also lost a son in, in Gaza who were also sitting Shiva, but they got up that day. They got up on the Tuesday that I was there. Uh, while this family, the, the Chitter's family, they were, they were there on, your own family was there on, uh, we're still sitting Shiva. So naturally, the other family who just got up from Shiva, they came to be Menachem Avo, which like, just to, to think about that for a second, they, they lost their son, the, this other family, and the first thing they do after they do the, the Aliyah Lekiver, first they do the, let's go be Menachem Avo, another family who just went through the same thing, 
who are still sitting Shiva. And they both walk into the room and they tell the two, the parents, these are the other parents who just lost a, a child. And to see the two fathers embrace and the two mothers embrace. And they never met each other before. They never said a word to each other before. And just both of them just crying in ocean of tears. Just they hold each other and they're crying and crying and crying and crying and crying. And each one trying to be Menachem Abel, the other one. And and they're wiping away each other's tears and they're telling each other to stay strong. And they're telling each other that their children die in Al-Kiddush Hashem. And it's the greatest thing that, that you're like Avram Avinu. You're like Chan Vishiva Bana. You're like every every big tzaddik that gave up their you know gave up their lives al, al- kiddush hashem. They're trying to be menachem avil one another. It's just uh, uh, again everyone at that shiva at that moment was was mamish bawling. And where did these people get the strength? I have no idea. I have no idea where they get the strength to to get up to continue to. It's it's fascinating how much the Jewish heart could can take, how much it can how much pain and and suffering it can it can hold. Uh, and stay bottled in. Um, but that's the nature. That's the nature of, of what's going on here. And like I mentioned before, there's, there's dozens of pregnant almanos also. There are, there was, I think Shai Grafer does, and he's famous on, uh, on Instagram and on social media. He does a lot of things. They did an event for over a dozen women whose husband got killed and they're pregnant. So these are children that are being born. Mamish, the assignment are being, they're being born the Yasin. Something that, I, I don't think it's, it's precedent of having something like this in the history of Amistra, where you have kids being born the assignment. You had, you had times where there were Holocausts where everyone got killed, but here it's, it's over, over a dozen of, of Almanas that are, that are pregnant and they're going to the birth alone and they're going to be raising their children alone. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's the saddest thing to, to stop and think about it. Um, and, and people in, in Chutzar should, should hear this and they should they should feel the pain and whatever you can do send send a letter send an email send a I don't know what try to find the people that are sitting shiva every day you wake up in the morning here unfortunately and in Israel it's called which means uh, we're allowed to publicize it now and people are scared to, to in the morning to check the news every morning you hear of of another family that's um, and lost. And then at the same time, the, the families that have their siblings or or children or husbands and wives that are serving in the army. Whenever someone knocks on their door, their heart drops. The way in, in Israel, when a soldier falls in battle, you don't, you don't get a, a phone call. What happens is, is that two soldiers, two ptsinim, come and they, they knock on the door and they inform the family that this individual, son, husband, wife, whatever it is, got killed in, uh, got killed in battle. So these families that have children or, or husbands that are in war, every time someone knocks the door, someone knocks on the door, their heart drops to their pants. They, they push it, they, they like, is, is it happening now? Am I getting that knock on the door? So it's like in Israel now, it's become a custom. When you're going to visit, if you're going to even to, to borrow, uh, you know, a cucumber from your next door neighbor, instead of usually you would just knock on his door and have a cucumber, sure, take a cucumber. I have a cucumber. Now you pull them up beforehand. Hi, is it okay if I come and knock <laughs> and knock on your door and borrow a cucumber? Because just knocking on someone's door when their family is in, they have siblings in Aranaza, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a frightening thing. So that's, that's the Matthias in, in one side. On the Matthias in one side, you have the, the pain, you have the suffering, you have the almano, you have the Yisayimim. And on the other hand, we're not scared of, uh, of a long, a long way. And, and the soldiers are brave and Am Yisrael is brave and we have, the Lemzi Taira that are behind us and the people who are doing the mitzvahs and the and the tefillahs. 
but we can't we can't become accustomed to it. We can't. Uh, oh, okay, we've been in battle for you know a few months now. Let's meet them, kisidjam, and stuff, and feel accustomed. That has to be every day. We need to wake up with a renewed energy and a renewed passion. And uh, we also we had uh, there was a soldier who came out of Aza this week who spoke uh, who spoke in our shul and then he said and he got up and he said you don't understand we're mamish we're we're destroying Hamas over there. He said it's. Uh, it's a, it's a process, but it's, uh, we're, Yadino Alaluyona. So there is, there is a morale and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's at the same time. We, we realize that we have to really, it's, it's Ramesh like Mechias Amalek. I think Roshester says that Hamas has a din of Amalek. Anyone who wants to be Ma'abid, Tafsin, Noshim, Nar, Dezakim, Biyom Echad, which is what they would do. So they have the din of Amalek. So, uh, so on the one hand, I'm Yisrael Chaim and they're strong and people are, you know, really strengthening one another to stay strong. But on the other hand, you also have, so much pain and so much suffering, uh, and it's and it's so difficult. But but you have to you have to open your heart. You have to you have to cry when people are crying, and you have to be happy when people are happy. When a, when a soldier comes home, you you dance, you sing with him, you you schmooze with him, you you say thank you. Um, and then when you have someone who never is lost his life, so you you cry with the family, you sit with them, you talk to them, you and and again, what, whatever people can do in in Chutzarit and Eretz Yisrael. Uh, both for sure in Tefillah and Limit Torah and Mitzvot and Maitan Stadium, do it and, and do more, right? Whatever think, whatever you think you can do, uh, I, I, I maxed out. No, you can always, uh, you can always do more. And then also sending emails, sending, calling up the phone and calling is usually difficult in, in these Shabbatists, but, uh, sending flowers. Find out what their address is and say, hi, I'm someone from Chutzart and I heard your pain is not your own pain. It's my pain also. Your, your son gave up his life, not just for you living in Ranana, but also for me in New York and in whatever. And, and it has an effect. People, people give stuff. And, and, and you'll realize when, when people send gifts to the Shiva house, what do the Avilim say? When someone comes in, you see those flowers, you see those balloons, you know where we got that from? That's someone in Cincinnati sent that to me. Someone in, in New York sent that to me. Someone, in, and, and it really, it, it gives them a sense of Nechama. It gives them a sense of Nechama. So whatever Amisnoah can do by sharing some to, but Vayar the Sivlaisam. I think it's it's this week's these week's partials of of seeing the the Sivlaisam of Ayusra. I think that that would go uh, that would go a long way. Thank you very much for your time, Rebel Yada. How are you how are you able to prepare your Yichaburis, your weekly Chaburis on Smichas Chaver with everything going on with the war? Like uh, just like every other yid is uh is you know pushing himself. You push yourself also. This is your own the Khron of Rakha Shemikum Demo. When he came back on Shabbos, that first Shabbos, that Shabbos Parshas Vayigas that he was allowed to, he was having a meal with his family. And naturally, you haven't seen your, your brother, your son in, uh, in 80 days. You want to schmooze and catch up. And then halfway through the meal, he stops and he says, it can't be that the soldiers in Aza sing more Zmiros than, they, than we're singing right now. And he says, now let's stop and sing Zmiros. And for an hour, they sing Zmiros and they, they lifted up. Uh, they, so a you know, person, when something's important, you find the time, you know, when... Uh, you make uh, you make the time. We're 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 definitely sleeping more comfortably and better than than uh, than the soldiers in Aza. Wherever wherever you're sleeping. So whenever you think that that you maxed out and you're doing too much, you're not doing too much. You can do more. Thank you very much, Rav Goldberg. Yeah, Chicago. So here's a voicemail, and we got a number of these from last week's program. The title of the program was, Do We Owe Hakara Satoiv to the Soldiers? And here's a lady who expressed outrage at the title, which uh, we actually changed the title because of it. But we also got a few other callers that voiced the same thoughts. I live in Eretz My son um, is in the army, 
and a week ago he was in Gaza, and Baal now is out. But I saw this headline, should there be Hekarata tied to the IDF soldiers? I, I actually had to read it through four times because I couldn't understand how it could be a sentence like this. What does that mean? Should there be, do you have boys, and by the way, girls as well, risking their lives? And this question, should there be Hekarata tied? I'm like, I, I actually couldn't understand the question. I find this a disgraceful question. It's a chilelachem. This causes a huge rift between Yidin. When I, I, I'm a Haredi lady. I, I, I proudly Haredi, brought up Haredi all my life. My grandfather actually was a Rav, Hungarian Rav, and in the time of the um, State of Israel, 1948, my mother said he used to run down, literally run down when he saw any Israeli soldier, that means they were not religious, most of them, and kiss them, because that's what it means, an Israeli soldier, save, saving us, They're like risking their life and limb for other Yidin. Now, my brother is an Avrech, he sits and learns in B'nai Brak. I even think he would be horrified, as I am, to read the sentence, should there be Hakaras Hatarik to the idea of soldiers? Absolutely disgraceful title. You take it away. Take it away before anyone sees it. Does Tyree Learning fully protect us? Okay, I understand the question. But that sentence, should there be Hakaras Hatarik to the idea of soldiers? I don't understand which of your writers wrote this. It's shocking. Take it away. Take it off. And, and apologize if anyone ever sees this. Uh, I don't know. It insults a, a person's intelligence. How do you do such a thing? How do you make fight between you then? Thank you. You would think, like, why do you even need a program like this? Well, let me play. We're going to play a clip of five minutes or so of, uh, I call them the haters. The shush b'nei bishid Yerushalayim, those who believe that um, the soldiers are kaifrim and we shouldn't be helping them, and, and if you believe that, that we owe any hakaris at all to the Israeli government, or to etc., one fellow here has particular... These are, most, a lot of these, are, for, I imagine, I hope, are from Yeshiva Bahram, who are just simply ignorant or stupid, whatever, but this is why we had to have the program about hakaris atayv. Whereas we are saying is that we don't need you. We have the best protection, Shaykh. We have the Shmira. You need the Shmira. You, Yisrael, you, the Kibbutzim, who are Kaifer, and the Eberster, and Hashem, and Shabbat, you talk about the Yisrael. You need your war. But we have Taylor. We have the Eberster. We don't need you. It's your war. It's your business. We have the Eberster. We have Taylor and Mitzvah, and nothing to worry about. You started this war. This is your Medina. So, so be it. Go fight. Go fight your war. This war is a safe. It's not Skana. Of, of the Tienim, the whole idea of Tienim, Zionism. This is Maskana's Taitai, of the Ganzazach. It's destruction of the Hashem and the Hara, I was calling them. This is your problem. You made it, you started it, you take care of it, you can't be a mess. There's nothing to do with you. So I want to explain that because it's not Torah's Kafa, then anything out of the realm of Torah's Kafa is complete lies. Now, what happens is basically that when you're lying and you're saying not like Torah's Kafa, the, the, the reason why you're doing it. Is, is obviously because it's hard to convince you to do that. Now, the way it plays itself out is because, basically, you hate Hashem. So because you hate Hashem, you want to spread lies, not like his Torah that he gave to Klausel. You are coming to spread ideals and propaganda, like just like the Nazis did. You heard me right. You are like a Nazi. You are as bad as them. You are trying to spread Untrue propaganda, not like the truth, not like the Torah. And another kind of I am 
Prime Minister of 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 the Israeli government. I I wouldn't I wouldn't even mention his name. He came to Chazanish. They asked him, why don't you appreciate us in um, something else? So he gave him a marshal. Imagine someone falls into a bar, and the person, he always helps him. And after he fell in the bar, he stayed in his house. He always gave him food. And and he and, and so after a few weeks, when he recovered, he said thank you to the Balabians that helped him, gave him his house to sleep, and, and he always served him food. Thank you. Thank you. So he told him, <clears throat> Rabbi, don't thank me because I was the one who dug the bar. So um, how would this person feel? Would he be thankful or not? Of course, a normal person wouldn't be thankful. Uh, and the uh, Chazinish said in him, was, you caused a fight with the, with the uh, Arabs. But I'm sure um, the, the Rambam already writes, um, that the, they all hate us, the, the Arabs, they are our biggest enemy. However, we will still able to live in peace. But after you, all the and after you, you cause problems. So now you're solving it, you, your IDF is helping us. So how did you start the, the problem? Why did you dig the ball in the first place? Come and see how quality is better than quantity. Behold the small handful in the two Ricarta. Go and see the accomplishments for Shmir Zatera. If they'll be twice their amount, they would accomplish wonders all throughout the whole land. What he has to say about that. And you are Moses. You know, everything he says is straight to your purpose. And you go straight to God for all this. He's not telling us prayer. He doesn't hold the terror. That the only thing that keeps the world going is terror. And we know what Chonah shaped against Siyonim. We know what the world shaped against Siyonim. We know what Shach said about Siyonim. And you fish, David, and think you're smarter than of the world of Chonah. You have a fire, 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 hot, hot, hot place in him waiting for you. A cheer burning, waiting for you, waiting for David. And you have thousands of Malchai Chavon waiting to accept you for all the Kuma days and all the people who have been yeah, the guy Harry Wasserman comes up with the most random crooked Ashkafel, as he calls them, to curse out Ashkafel to bring in Ashkafel And anyway, as uh, this wise guy was quoting a bunch of wise from the Chazrasha, was he was quoting the Shach. There's a reason that this Rabbi Weiss was uninvited from speaking by the Degel Hatera Tima Shach to their award that Ashkafel are a lot worse than modern ones. <laughs> I'm not sure what Madame Rosa means too, if it's a problem, because it seems like you and David Lipson are both very Madame Rosa. It's not much of a problem. However, what you're trying to are heavily direct. There's nothing to them. You're saying regular Stilson on the satellite, and it's not nice to be feeding people with false information. You're a very different guy, so, and you should know that you're maneuverable, that you're a champion. We pay you, you're, you're, you're going to suffer. Everything, well, the, the posse curses you, everybody curses you. You're a momo, you're going to be yearning, and I'm never going to be Ahmed. You're a shake, it's Rosh Marusha, Now, some of you may be wondering, why do I play something like this? And I think, besides explaining why we had to have a program, but I also, let me share with you, you know, we share a lot of Tyra here. Maybe I could share some Biladalma too. How do we deal in life with haters? Right, clearly these people, you know, calling me... Uh, well, what's that names, you know. I got a lot of choice from the people who are anti-Israel, but... I think you deal with haters in two ways. One way is, if, you're not, if there are no haters, you're not accomplishing anything in life. I mean, start at the beginning. Avram Avinu and Yitzchak and Yaakov and Moshe, every one of them had haters, right? Myself is similar about them. If, you're not, if, if nobody is angry, that means you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there in the water like a duck. 
That's one thing. And the other thing is, is that when it comes to Dovisha B'Kedusha, you know, the, the, my father used to say over from the from the tzaddikim. It says by Avram Avinu v'hine ayil achar nechaz b'svach. He saw an achel in, in tangled up in the svach. So the he said over from the from the uh, the big rebbes. What did it have to say nechaz b'svach? Who cares that it was tangled up? He should say he saw an ayil achar and he took it and he shechted it. Torah doesn't tell a story unless it has some type of message. So he said, Avram Avinu, they said, was worried. He was supposed to shecht his son, and conveniently a beautiful isle appears and says, here, take me instead. So Avram Avinu was chayshed. Maybe this is coming from the Sitra Achra. It's coming from the other side. It's coming from the Tzadatuma. So he said, the fact that it was Nechaz Besfach, which means he had to untangle it, and, and it, was a, it was a process to be able to get him to shecht it. So he knew if, if, it, if, it, if it was with difficulty, then it's coming from the Tzadakidusha. So when you see, when you're saying, when you're being Marabit's Torah and you, and, and we do Harbata's Torah in a very big way over here, and, and there's no hisnagdis to it, then you have a chashash, chashashola, maybe it's coming from the wrong place. But when you have all these people coming out with robust hate and klolas v'chulu, so you see the sitra achras mamash misnagid, then you know it's coming with tada kedusha. So I say to all these people with all the, 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 the zafim and their klolas, bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> The more you say it, the more we know we're doing something holy over here. Let's go to our riddles of the week. Everybody knows the Radvaz. It's in the Nice Kalim, Shulchan Aruch, and Tavchavav bring it. It talks about over there the din of Leisamid al Damriacha. Let's say the only way you could save a friend is by putting yourself at serious risk. Or even worse, hurting yourself physically. Tredvas talks about if somebody said, if we cut you, we'll cut your hand off and it'll save a certain Jew, do you have to do it? He says, you're a chassid shaita. He says, leisamid al-dam does not require you to put yourself in serious danger. That having been said, what does it say in our parsha? Vayar nish b'mosha, vayaches ha-mitzri v'yitmeneu So the question is, why did he kill the mitzri and he wasn't chayish for pikuach nefesh? Because if Pari is going to hear that he killed the Mitzri, he would kill Maish immediately. And that's really what happened. So according to, if this was also Samed al-Damriecha, how was Maisha, according to Radvaz, allowed to uh, kill the Mitzri and put himself at danger? That is the, uh, the question, our riddle of the week. Here is a similar type of a riddle. It says, Vatirena hamyaldas es aleikim, so the Gemara in Sayyid Yeralafam and Bey says, Pari told them to kill the Yeladim before the Leidasam, when, when they were Ubrim. So we know that except for the Shitas Arambam, Shitas uh, Toysfis, uh, Shitas uh, Rashi, etc., is that Harigas Uber is not like a Hariba, Harigas Adam. In other words, it's not a, it's not a Chi of Misa, it's a Lav. So it wouldn't be Nichlal in the din of Yerig Valyavar. So here it is. He told them, kill the Ubrim. Now, if you're over on the Tzavos HaMelech, right, you're being masakin yourself. How are they allowed to be masakin themselves to save the Ubrim? Since it's not Yerig Valyavar, according to Rashi, Taisis, and other Rishayim, except for the Rambam, to kill an Uber, L'chayra, they, there was no din of Yerig Valyavar, they should have killed the Ubrim to save themselves. 
That's our second riddle of the week. And both of these riddles are sort of irrelevant in a time of when you know, Harigas Uber is an issue, um, what's going on in Eretz Yisrael, the din of Lysam el how much effort you have to do to save another person. So I thought they were appropriate for what Klal Yisrael is going through now. If you want to leave a message by phone or dial in by phone to listen, in America, our number is 732-806-8700. In England, it's 44, like that's the country code, 33011-70250. In Eretz Yisrael, it's 02-372-0304. Now, let's go to our program. Rabbi Yitzhak Berkowitz, Rosh Hashiva of Eishatoyer uh, in Eretz Yisrael, speaking about giving negative ratings with Tayelis. Let me ask you a Shiloh that's very relevant. This is what happened. Today I came to the office, I took an Uber. And what happens when you walk out of the Uber? It prompts you. Rate the driver one, two, three, or four, five stars, from one to five stars. And what does that mean? The next time you order one, it tells you who your driver is and what his rating is. And you could decline. I don't want somebody where they ultimately could push people off the system where they don't think are treating you. Also, it's really the most honest and transparent way to get from a big body of users real unbiased opinion of services. So you go to a store, you check what is their rating on, on Yelp or on uh, on WhatsApp or on or on TripAdvisor in two minutes, you know, is it a good hotel? Is it a bad hotel? Is it a good plumber? Is it a bad? It's become the norm. Immediately afterwards, you press. Well, are you allowed to rate? What's he would be an Aristotle? Would be a, a Yiddish driver, right? With his child of Lush and her. Would you be allowed to rate the driver? If I rate him five, well, maybe I'm doing him a favor. It could also be a lie. If I rate him three, which is subpar, I'm saying Lush and her on his services. Yeah. So to begin with, to begin with, um, anyone that anyone that that is an Uber <laughs> is uh, is agreeing to it. That's the first thing. So in terms of any nezik, uh, this is something this is something that he agreed to in the first place. So the only question of Lush and Hari here is a question of gnai. If you're you have to make sure you're telling the truth and you have to make sure that it's lataylis. You know that your kavan is lataylis. And and then the halach is mutter. So then it would be the same thing for a restaurant, for a, it's a the hotel. Same for every, but the restaurant, the hotel, I mean, they're agreeing to be part of this? Um, no, they're not. But 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 that's, you know, when you look at, it, it, no, people rate hotels, and that's how people rent hotels based on these ratings. Before you go to a hotel, you go to TripAdvisor, and you see what's the rating of this hotel. You see, well, in theory, I see this all as to Ellis, and it's wonderful. Um, I see a few flaws in it. The first one is that there are different reasons why people are dissatisfied. You know, why one person is dissatisfied isn't necessarily something that would really have an effect on you, and you're really putting someone else off using them when there's really no justification for it. Um, the second thing is... That, wait, wait, uh, but let me go back yes. to that. But that's why they have a thousand ratings, because it's a compendium of all the ratings. One guy like this, one guy like this. So the synthesis, when you, when you agglomerate a thousand ratings, you sort of get a... Of you so it's not it all that scientific. I, you know, I, I, I get it. It's not all that scientific. You know, it could you know, be that certain, like certain elements of the population have reason why they, why you know, why they don't like something in particular. 
you know, I can see it. I, I you know, I, I, I'm willing to accept that when you're dealing with a mass of people, the odds are that the, uh, that the information is relevant, if not totally accurate, but pretty accurate. Okay. Then there's the next question, which is, you know, I know when it comes to all sorts of ratings on the internet, there actually, there are companies that will work on upping your image. Uh, by simply flooding places with, uh, with with positive or negative comments, depending on, on whose side you're on and how much you're paying, um, is, is, is that I mean, is this going on there too? It's very hard when you take an Uber. Somebody actually has to take the ride. I mean, if they don't. Someone's going to take the ride. So people, are, yeah. you know, you got to pay a lot of money to get a lot of people to take rides. To really, yeah, nobody. Really up, up the why would they? And why would they want to? Why would they want to distort one rider's information? We, well, I mean, you know the story. Now, Chavetz Chaim is, in a re- is, is, is at a restaurant or whatever, some type of an eatery, I don't know what, together with another Adam Gadol. And the host came over and they said, oh, how was the food? And the person said, it, was, it wasn't so tasty, it wasn't salty. They were rating the food. And the Chavetz Chaim, it's a famous story, went after the way he, he, he said, this is the worst meal, this is terrible, my entire life I was against Lashon Hara. How could you say Lashon Hara on the cook in the kitchen? Well, they were just rating the food. Who asked for the food? Who 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 was interested in the rating? The, the host the host came over and said, "How do you find the food?" And this Adam Gadol, and it's brought this is brought in the Sipuri Chafetz Chaim said the food. And the Chafetz Chaim then said to this Adam Gadol, "Not only did you speak Lashon Hara, but I bet you you caused an almana or a poor woman her job." He said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Right now in the kitchen, the host is." going to be standing there berating the chef, who's probably a woman who needs to do this because she's supporting her family, about, I said, let's see, so they went into the kitchen and the host was standing there screaming at the cook. So the time said you were either both Lashin Hara, you were Mazik, this person. The person just said, I want you to know the food isn't good, you got to fix your food. I raided your food, I Ubered your food. So I'm, I'm trying to just understand what is the parameter. No, no, no. If, you're, if you're talking about, you know, if you're talking about, you know, raiding a place for society, of really seeing to it that, Aleph, you're, you're, you're upping the quality of food altogether, and the other is, is that you're helping people find the place they like, that's certainly Latalis and that's Mutter. You know, I, in terms of what's going on there, I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if what you're talking about is the kind of inn that you're stuck in when you're on the road, and uh, um, who said that you're supposed to do a favor to... Uh, you know, get get the food better. Maybe this Almana's job is more important than one meal for a passerby. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know the details. Okay. Of the okay. but it's a question of society. There's no question that there's no question that if there's some way of seeing to it that you keep up the quality of things for the sake of the public, that's tailless. That's absolutely okay. tailless. Joining us from Lakewood, New Jersey, is Rabbi Yosef Kushner. He's a Dayan and the Bezdin of the Beis Havad. He's a son-in-law of Shlomo Miller, who he frequently quotes. He's a machaber of numbers, svarim, including commerce uh, on Shabbos and commerce and Isuri Hadot. Welcome, Rabbi Yosef. Thank you for having me. I've done it. So let's start at the beginning. You want to order something. Your, your, your wife says she needs pampers, whatever it may be. And it's Friday afternoon. So you go to Amazon and you put it in. And it says uh, they're delivering it the next day, prime one-day delivery. Now you're thinking to yourself, oh, my goodness, basically... Um, um, it's 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 Amir al-Akam. Why? Because you're not allowed to tell a guy to do something malacha for you on Shabbos. And because of me, the driver of Amazon is going to be bringing it from the hub. I don't know where the hub is in Lakewood, New Jersey. Where the, it's Trenton, began. I think, yeah. Okay, Trenton. He's going to be driving it from Trenton. It's very far. It's close to Tchum. And he's going to be bringing it on Shabbos. So, Lechaira, Hamoiva Amir al-Akam. 
So the question is, are you or are you not allowed to do something, order something on a Friday? Now, clearly, this question is divisible into two. There's if you're ordering something that's coming from Trenton, well, maybe it's close enough, it's far enough from Shabbos, he could bring it still on Friday. But let's say it's something that's going to get shipped to Trenton, right? Because Trenton, uh, you know, is, doesn't have that object. So it's shipping it to Trenton and from Trenton, or it's a half an hour before Shabbos and you can't make it from Trenton to Shabbos anymore. Before right. Shabbos, because, because I want to just say, if you if you could ask a guy to do something and he can do it before Shabbos, right. you know, I'm your lachum, because in that situation, I'm not asking him to do a malacha. He could do it in the Unless he's being demanded, unless it's uh, very, very difficult. But uh, generally correct, yeah. If you could do it before, right. there's no problem. Yeah. So if, he, if you're telling him to bring it from Trenton and it's a half an hour to Shabbos, or an hour to Shabbos, or it's not coming from Trenton, it's actually coming from Columbus right. to Trenton, or from California to Trenton right. to you. So he couldn't do it. So you say, am I over the Isra of Amir al-Akam by by ordering it late on Friday afternoon, or something that if Friday morning, something that comes from far away. What would you say? Right. So, uh, just take a step back. If you if you're gonna if you if you if you send something via FedEx uh, on Friday and you don't tell them to overnight it and they're working on Shabbos, that's for sure what because they're couple on them that paid to do the job. And I'm not paying them per hour. And FedEx is a lot of work for me on Shabbos because they decide to do so. Rabbi Kushner, let me just because we have people who don't understand. Rabbi, what Rabbi Kushner just said is if you ask them to do it and they voluntarily do it on Shabbos, you didn't ask them because it's an overnight, it could come today, tomorrow, and they decide to bring it on Shabbos. That's, they want to work on Shabbos. You didn't ask them to work on Shabbos. So that's that case, Mutter, yeah. that's, that's, Mutter. that's Mutter. Now, if I go on Friday and I overnight something to the uh, middle of America, let's just keep it simple, or to California, overnight it from metropolitan area to California, that's pretty clear that it's us, even though they're being paid to do a job, they're not being paid per hour, and that's called Kevea Malach to Shabbos. You're not allowed to tell a cobbler, even though he's being paid to do the job, you're not allowed to tell him to do it on Shabbos. Okay. Now, when you order something from Amazon, it gets a little tricky, but essentially you're asking them to ship it and you didn't tell them when to ship it, right? And there's a default. The default is overnight. You look in some race from Zion, the Mr. Brewer says, if you tell a guy to do something and he answers you back and he says, I am going to do it with Shabbos. The halach is clear. It's 100% mutter. If you tell someone to do something and he says, I'm going to do it on Shabbos, it's mutter. Why? Because I didn't tell him when to do it. So when you have a no, de- when you have a default, which means you go online and you don't have an option, the default is it's going to come tomorrow. The pastus is you did not tell him to do it on Shabbos. And 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 when they do it is their business. And that the fact that they informed you when they'll do it is almost the same thing as when you buy it from and they don't inform you because that's up to them and they decided to tell you when they're going to do it, but you never told them. When you have an option or or, or a standard of two days and now you're clicking on overnight, it becomes uh, problematic. So that and that's often. A- an issue with Amazon where they say, you know, they give you a choice, standard, you know, prime or today, and we'll give you a little bit of a discount. So if you choose so, prime, that could be problematic, right? If you choose, from what I'm aware of, you know, they usually don't just give you, they don't leave you hanging. There's a, there's a default. I would think that if you buy it without choosing anything, that'd be mutter. And whatever the default is, it is. That's essentially telling you. That's what I would think, Ms. Farah. But if it's, if a standard is two day and you're upgrading it to overnight, look how you have a problem with Kaveh Malachta. You know, I want, I want to tell you something. Every single business in the metropolitan area ships items to FedEx. No, nothing to do it overnight. Stop. They, they send FedEx, correct? FedEx guarantees overnight delivery to everywhere within 500 miles, right? That's the way they work, FedEx. Uh, you, you get a map and you have zones. And when you ship it from the metropolitan area to the metropolitan area, it's guaranteed overnight delivery, which essentially means guaranteed on Shabbos because they deliver on Shabbos. UPS, same. Now, I don't know of any businesses that do not ship 
Bechlal, FedEx on Friday, to the Metropolitan, to the, from the Metropolitan to the Metropolitan. Now, what's the shot? I had guaranteed overnight delivery, and we just said, you're not allowed to overnight. And the answer is, this is their business. I didn't tell them what to do. I don't even, they don't even, I don't even have a way to tell them not to do it. So the definition of, and that's why I understand. If not, then, then no one, everyone can stop shipping. And I'm not aware people don't ship on Friday. But the answer is when I ship and I don't tell them when to do it, that's not called Kadeh Malachi. But when I go and, and uh, log into my FedEx account and I pay extra, and I send, tell them I want it to be overnighted. Now, now you have a, a, a basic problem of Kadeh Malachi. You can't do that. So Rabbi, Rabbi Kushner, let me see, is there a way to come up with a heta? If somebody wants to use, let's say, FedEx um, Saturday delivery, okay? okay? And here are some of the options. One of the options is, is the concept of Reboi Bishirim. In other words, Reboi for my audience is, let's say, let's say your guy is lighting a candle, or you're in a hotel, right. he's making coffee, and you're in a, you're in a Sheraton, you're, you're there for Shabbos, and they're making a delicious brewed coffee for a thousand guests, and you're from and you're a guest. Right. Well, he didn't make it right. for you, even if he knows you're a guest. Right, because you're bottle and then the ray, right? right? So and the Rebushurim, yeah. So the sort of Rebushurim is Martha. So here the question is like this: If Amazon is shipping to everybody in your area the next day, or FedEx is right, right? So, FedEx, so, yeah. so the, the FedEx is shipping. Let's say, or you, yeah, or you click tomorrow. They're bringing in a truck from Trenton, and and it's right yeah. going right. And so, yeah, so they're bringing. In. So at that point. It's just Marba Bashirin. Now the guy is okay. bringing it up your block with his car. You would say, well, that, that right. part already came just for you. Okay, well, that's a minute, yeah. Right. Even for a minute, he did it for you. So the question is, let him walk. I didn't ask him to do that. He could walk. Right. So the right. question is, would Reba Bashirin be enough to say, if somebody has to send something FedEx for Shabbos delivery, would you say that that has a, a, right. a, 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 a would that be a possible heta? Okay. So this, this, this concept is brought up, actually not in the context of your asking. It's, it's brought up a lot of times when, it, when you get a delivery on the receiving end on Shabbos, can I use it? And we know that when a guy does malacha for you, you can't use it, which means you have to wait even after Shabbos. In other words, if they drive it from Trenton to Lakewood, let's say we're talking about an hour and a half, let's just say. So, uh, so there's a, a Shiloh, look, they didn't malacha for you, and they didn't malacha for an hour and a half, so you have to wait much of Shabbos an hour and a half. So the Shaila is, maybe they did it for the Rev Goyim when they were driving it to the hub in Lakewood, assuming that it's Rev Goyim. And then, and then uh, that's not for me. And then the last minute was just a minute. And then uh, I'm, I don't have to wait. This concept is brought up. But you're asking it in a different twist, but it's the same type of concept. The truth is like this. You look in the Mishaburah and Reisha involved, and really it's in the Purusha Ramah, and Hilkaz Yomtev, I believe it's Tafkul Tezvav. The concept that when a guy does something for a guy, a Rev Goyim, it's not for the Yid, is only when he does not have to do it for the Yid. And uh, Mishabru is very clear about this. He brings a Shabbat uh, but it says it's in Furish. That means even though the Gemara says a guy who does it for Rav Goyim, he's not doing it for the Yidin, that's only Stam if he doesn't have to do it for the Yid. When someone has to do it for Yid, it's called doing it for the Yid. And there's no concept to say he's doing it for the Goyim. There's no such thing because he has to do it for the Yid, which means literally any Goyim in this truck, what would happen? A guy pays for FedEx. Let's look at this practically. I pay FedEx and they have to ship it to me. And now there's only Yidin from Lakewood. There's no Goyim in the entire New Jersey today who, shot, who, who, bought, who bought packages, who bought in any shipping services in FedEx. Would they not go? Would they, they have a truck? That would be ruben to ruben empty. And the answer is they would go. And if they would go, you'd down it like they're doing a badafka for Yidin. And if they're doing it for Yidin, you can't use the heter of Roiv Goyim to be matter you, to be nana, um, or to be matter to say they're not doing it for me, because that concept is specifically a case when they're doing it for Roiv Goyim and they wouldn't do it for Yidin. Or we don't know they were doing it for Yidin. But if a guy pays, 
then they have to do it for me. So would you say then if a guy's staying in a hotel and he knows there's a Jew, from a Jew there, it would be a problem of Reba Bishurim too? It's hard for me to answer that because I, I don't know if when you pay for the hotel and there's no coffee, <laughs> I don't know, if, you know how common that is. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a two-stale. But when you pay specifically for freight services, that obviously obligates them to do it for you. Understand? So I, it, your, 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 your case is a little of an expansion of what I'm saying. And I, I would hear that if he's only is and... Uh, and this this Rav Goyim, it's a service they provide, but I don't know if he paid specifically for that. But uh, I would hear as far as to say, listen, they're doing it for all the guests and they're obligated to do it for all the guests. Could be, could be, yeah, could be not. I would hear that that would need a hashara. But I, I think what I'm saying would be much more posh. I, I paid specifically for this. They took they have to do it for me. I would just ask you that, is it possible that we're dealing with, I'm probably going past um, the island here, but there's two different problems by Reba Bashir. There's one problem of Maise Shabbos, that the guy's doing it for you, right? Here, it's a question of Amira La'akam of Arab Shabbos. So when the Mishnabur names on that Reba Bashir and Shabbos, especially for you, has a din of a, of a Maise Shabbos, right? Does that right. apply to the din of Reba Bashir by Amira La'akam which is just a din of shlichas. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it's it's incorrect what you're saying. But uh, the din of Maisa Shabbos is only exerik because you might come to tell him. Usually, you look at it at the same case, which essentially would be a raya okay. that in this want, case it would be a milakim. But let me ask you another question: Would it be possible? Okay. No, no, no. I want to ask you another question: That we know that Amira la Amira is mutter yeah. b'shas hatchak, right? Yeah. When you yeah. such tell, a concept, yeah. Would you tell? Um, uh, that's what Mishnah Bura says. Only Would you t- would would you say when you order something from either FedEx or from Amazon? But FedEx, we're next day. Or Amazon, we yesterday. Would you say it has a din of Amiru or Amira Damira? For those of us who don't know what Amira Damira is, if you, t- if you tell Joe, we just want to tell we have an island. I, I get complaining. Yeah. If you tell Joe, could you do this for me tomorrow? That's Amir Lakam. If you tell Joe, Joe, could you t- do it? And then he tells Frank, or you tell Joe to tell Frank, and then Frank does it, so it's ready a second. Switch and what's the reason? What's the Amira Damira de Mutha? Because Mili Lemim There's all kinds of sparse why. But here the question is when I tell FedEx, you can look at it two ways. You could say, look, I'm telling the I controller at FedEx. Yeah. The company then takes this order, it passes it on to yeah. the, the, the Northeast. The Northeast guy sends it to the dispatcher for this unit. The unit then dispatches it to, to Joe, the driver. Would that have a din of Amira or Amila or Amira Lamira? So there's a few problems with the application of Amir Damir. My opinion of my share is that when you hire a company, it has nothing to do with Amir Damir. There's no shaykhist Amir Damir. The company you hire, Bakhlal, you don't hire anyone specifically. Whoever's working for the company is how they divvy up the responsibilities. He holds Messiah, it has no shaykhist, Klavakal, Tamir Akum. And Rabbi Zilberstein in the Seifim Lachem Nayak says the same thing. But let's, let's assume that's not the case. Let's assume that even in the company, you've got to divvy it up between the actual people and it would be Amir Demir. I'll ask you a question. Imagine I would write a paper that says, My name is Jesus Krishna, I would like you to open the light. And I give it to you. And you and I, and I say, you pass this to someone else, and that guy passes it to someone else, and eventually it gets to the guy. The guy takes the letter, it says it's me, and it says, please open the light. You think that's Amir Damir? So the svar would be that's not Amir Damir, because the, when he gets it, whoever's doing it is doing it directly from me. They have my paper. There's no Amir, you have to have a, an Elaine, can be an Amir Lakim, but I didn't get by signaling, it doesn't make a difference. 
When you print out a FedEx label, I would think, Miswara, essentially you have the instructions from you, the account holder, instructions where it should go. The computer knows how to read it. The driver knows how to read it. Everyone is walking around my instructions. And I don't think anyone's really getting it from a different guy, essentially where the guy is telling them. They're all passing on my instructions. I printed it out. And I would think, Miswara, there wouldn't be Amir Damir. That's, that's another problem. There's really a third problem is that the, the, many, many parts can say Amir Damir is only if the, the receiving guy thinks he's doing it for the guy, he doesn't think he's doing it for me. That's similar to what I just brought up, but it's a little different. But to be Samechan, the Hetam Miri, that Miri would be, uh, like you said, uh, it would not be a Tzarek Gadol. And once you have a Tzarek Gadol, then Kivir Malach is anyways Motor, because Shokhanar Paskins and Mokim Tzarek Mokim Hefset, Kivir Malach is Motor. So I don't think Amir that Miri would have a strong role here. Okay. So let's continue. So you say that if, unless you checked it on Amazon, that you absolutely want it, there would be no problem of shipping it and it would not be a Shiloh of Amir Lakam. Now, let's do the other thing. You ordered something from Amazon and it came on Shabbos and it's you ordered some toys They came on Shabbos and your kids would love to play with the toys. Are you allowed to open it and use it on Shabbos? It came from Trenton. Right. So we kind of just covered it. I, I do believe that the, way, the proper way to look at it is that they did Malachi for a year. Because the Yid, they had a Skyvis to do it for a Yid, even if the truck is Rav Akum and it comes from Georgia, and Georgia to Trenton was Rav Akum, you have to cashman the whole thing because they're obligated to do it for you, the Yid. And it's, it's called the Binyana from Maisa Shabbos, which would be that maybe Chosvotchum, that's one problem, they're driving it, that's Havara, and they're doing it for you. I almost look at it like the truck is empty besides your package. But I think, the, I, I think that's the proper way to look at it. They did Malachis for you. Um, the halacha is there are more paskins that when the kablan is done for you on Shabbos, which means like person is paid to do a job and it completes it on Shabbos and he brings it to you, it's halacha and reishnun beis dalit. You're not supposed to be nana from that malacha um, on Shabbos and after Shabbos unless it's a tzarek gadol. And tzarek gadol the halacha says means you, he brought you a beggar and you don't have another beggar. So it's a little dramatic the way he describes it. I'm not saying it always has to be so dramatic. But generally speaking, general, generally speaking, uh, a person gets something on Shabbos, he should not use it. Uh, Ashkenazim, or hold like the Ramah, should not use it uh, on Shabbos. And after Shabbos, there actually has to be a waiting period. And I don't think a lot of people know about that, but that's, I think, the, the simple reading of the Ramah. Okay, now, so you hold that, so you hold you're not allowed to open the, the packages, Mokasayin, that you're saying. It was if it, if it, if 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 I'm right that Yechesman it was a Malach done for Yisrael, then you have to Yechesman the whole trip. If I'm wrong, meaning if you don't go with this Mishaburu, it really would depend on this Mishaburu. If you don't go with this Mishaburu, then you would only have to Yechesman. I would think, I, I can't, this is not scientific what I'm about to say, but I would think that the, whatever's coming to the Lakewood Hub is probably Takarovi Stroll, but that would very much minimize the, the problem because how much time is that? You don't have to wait too long. That would be an hour, let's see. No, but, but I don't mean that. If it, if it came to the Lakewood Hub, right, and yeah. from the Hub, it's for Issa. So the question is, can he walk from the Hub to your house? Okay, that's... Uh, that's a, a separate Shiloh. It would be difficult to walk to everyone's house. And how you would you tell me that? You, you, don't, you don't look at it that way. You no. look at it. This right, package. Right. I understand, but it's... Right. But that is Haitza anyways, right? No? And Haitza so, also so then, so, so, no, so, then, so there would be a problem with Haitza. So if... So I yeah. don't know if there's an area yeah. in Lakewood. So no, I mean, there is, but not in an industrial park. But yeah. No, so Enochanami. So if, if outside of the Erev will be a problem, it would be a problem. But if it's inside the Erev... Then it would be mutter. I mean, the Paiskim say you're allowed to go on a boat on Shabbos. And one of the reasons is, is because even though you paid and they're doing it also for you, but since they're doing it for all the other passengers, it would be mutter al even, even Even if they have to go. I mean, 
at some point, right, so, you, you talk to one. I mean, they would probably I mean, not they, go for you to the Shemir. <laughs> you know? No, but I'm saying, in, in but, none of these cases, yeah, I understand. would they come special? No, I believe that FedEx would talk to go for you. I do believe that FedEx without the guy in would go. I think that's the formula. Okay, but let's say Amazon certainly wouldn't, right? If you, Amazon if you would, would them, not. Would not. But even, even FedEx, I mean. What do you mean would not? Why would they not? They're not going for one for one person. They're not driving from Trenton to, to, to Lakewood. They're doing oh, it because they have a thousand but, packages, right? I don't know. I, okay, if you insist, but I believe FedEx and UPS would go. So they would travel from Trenton to, to Lakewood to your house. Just I believe so. I believe they go from Joe. What are they going to do? I'm saying, uh, what, what happens when you have a plane with one guy? They usually go. Sometimes they cancel it. Sometimes they go. But uh, uh, but a truck, I think a truck would go. If you just have the Eden, all your cousin is the Eden. But this is not scientific. I can't, I, can't, uh, okay. I can't prove it. Okay, okay. Are you allowed to buy something online on Friday if it's Shabbos in the seller's time zone and you know he's Jewish? Meaning he's uh, he's, he's going to ship it on Shabbos? Well, what's the date? What's the problem? He's, uh, he's from he's right. What What's... No, what's like he's the from a guy. He's a from a guy. He's from a guy. So <laughs> it really, it really, that's really the question. Is he being like... He, you're, is he allowed to be, sell it? That's essentially the question. Is, 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 is he allowed to sell it on Shabbos? Yeah. Is he allowed to sell it? So that's that's the question. Is he allowed to sell it? Um, that's really what is one of the main, the main goals when I when I sat down to write my country that it turned into commerce and Shabbos is to go through that sugya. It's not much of a sugya to be honest. It, it, it's that it's in, in in my opinion. I don't I don't see too much too, too many ways how you could answer it. I don't really see a way how you could answer it. The, you have uh, essentially this Kalen working on Shabbos. The Yid sitting in his house singing Menuchah B'Simcha. He's not doing any Menuchahs. Kenyanim are happening on his behalf. Shvitzah's Kalen is always mutter. My thermostat does also think to me on my behalf. That's mutter. That's what we hold. It's mutter. And that's essentially what's happening. To ask such a thing is uh, very difficult. Very, very difficult. As much as people maybe emotionally want to ask it, to ask such a zak is very difficult. I wrote, originally when I wrote, uh, like I, I discussed this with my shver at length, the, the whole process about it. And um, I wrote a truva on this to stay wide with her, it's mutter. Even, if you're, even though there's a kvegr that says you can't do a maizikin to be chal Shabbos, but that has nothing to do with this. That's a, different, that's a whole different halacha. Oh, let's that, talk about that. Uh, being chal, but, I'm sorry? Let's talk about that Rabbi Kivega, because that Rabbi okay, Kivega, talk about Rabbi Kivega. Seems to, Rabbi Vega says, we're talking about the same Rabbi Kivega from our member, Rabbi Kivega learns Pshatim the Gemara in, in Yuma. It says that a, a Kohen Gadol, right, yeah. um, has to have a wife when he does that Vaidam. Chipper Badoi Bad Beisai. So the Gemara says, what does he do if he if his wife dies? So the Gemara says, he, he, the Makadish, another wife, Anyam Kippa. So yeah. I haven't used Rabbi Kivag in 20 years. So if I'm saying it wrong, you'll tell me. So Rabbi Kivag says, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah. Right, you know so where it is? Vegas, I don't even know. It's, cool. it's in the Chubas. So Rabbi Kivag asks, he says, and the Gemara says, and why is that Mata? Because ain't shvus b'megdash. Because there's no din. You, yeah. you could do an Isid Rabbanon b'megdash. Rabbi Kivag yeah. says, why does he have to come why on to ain't shvus b'megdash? None of you Makadish Friday. But tonight, I read Mukadashesli, that if he if my wife dies on Yom Kippur, this kedushin is chal, and immediately, um, and you don't have to come on to ancient first b'megdash because the kedushin right. was chal erev Shabbos. Shabbos Kivega says, you see from this that the kedushin, if it's chal on Shabbos, also has a din of mekech memkar, right? Yeah, and that's why I have to say, yeah. yeah and so, so, and it's and it would be asa. And what's the lamdish? Why would it be asa? 
Because even though, like you, Rabbi Kershner said, Shvi says Kalim, you're allowed to have your sprinklers go on on Shabbos, you're allowed to have your sawmill go on on Shabbos, whatever the case, Ashkenosa, but I mean, it doesn't right. make noise, you're allowed to do on Shabbos, your oven's allowed to be on on Shabbos, but he right. says, here, you are the one, the Gavra is you're the doing one it. Who's making the Chalois Kenyan, even yeah. though you're not doing anything, but it's your it's your desire to have a Kenyan Chal on Shabbos, and Lamashal, the guy died, the Kenyan wouldn't be Chal. So it's you creating the Chalois Kenyan. That has the Issa Malacha. So you see that the Issa Malacha is, even though you're not doing anything physically. Yeah. So according to Rabbi Vega, if you would have a website, and the website would be transacting, even if right. even if you're in shul, it doesn't matter. It's selling or buying based right. only because you are the one who's making the Chalais Kenyan, which would be problematic for the situation, right? That's, that's Rabbi Vega you're referring to. That's, right? that's the basis of the, the question. Yeah, yeah, that's right. the so basis of the question. Asking. So... No, I mean, so really, the Mashag. This is really an old, old question that the Mashag, one of the one of the landmark tshuvas he wrote, many landmark tshuvas. One of the landmark tshuvas he wrote about the, the early vending machines. He addresses this question. The Mashag, you can see himself doesn't hold the Kivega, the Chumra of Kivega. Even Ramosha says there's no real right to such a Chumra. But but regardless, Ramosha says we do go, you know, with this Chumra. The Mashag writes that even even if you would hold the Chumra of Kivega, it wouldn't have anything to do with the vending machines because the like you said, the basis of Kivega is if you do a Maisa, that's going to be chal. That's that's kilo the amaitzes nimshich v'hoylach until there's manach halois. The siach is to you. We see it by you. And uh, like you said, if the person dies, then that's the end of the amaitzes. So really, it's him. It's just koyach that's still nimshich v'hoylach till there's manach halois. And we see it up that it's all the koyach him be'emes. But Doctor Doctor a person puts a soda in the soda machine, and he says leich 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 Essentially, he's saying anyone who puts uh, money in, I'm, he's making a stam hakno. But there is no maitzah hakno that he's doing to be chal on Shabbos. There is no maitzah hakno at all. Essentially, what he's saying is the, the guy can come and make a Kenyan. And that's a real Kenyan, by the way. That's, you know, the, by a vending machine, the real Kenyan. His money's been coined to him, the Chavit's been coined to the guy. We're talking about a real Kenyan. Even so, the Mashag writes that there was no Maisha Kenyan that he had made. So who's, 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 being be the, who's being Machna to the guy, to the, to the buyer? The the yid the yid has a stam leich zek kni. He's making a stam hakna, an open hakna, but there is no mighty kinyan that's being chal. Then he doesn't he doesn't time a kinyan to be chal. It's, it's not what's happening. He's not, he has that to say that anyone who puts in money can is giving a stam reshus. But a mighty kinyan a mighty kinyan to be do it as man to be chal. Then is is, is not especially not the case. So uh, the mashak says so the thing wouldn't I, apply. I, I, don't, I just I don't understand that. Like when this guy takes the soda machine, is he it, it, the can yeah. of soda? Is he is he kind it or isn't he kind it? He is kind it because the stam hakna. I give reshus for anyone to come and take as long as they put in money. He is kind it. And, and who is opinion, but, but who is the hakna from? From the bailam, what do you mean? So so the bailam, the bailam, the soda machine. So it's, if it's from the bailam, but that doesn't that doesn't. That doesn't, that doesn't have a, in other words, the Kveg is saying, as far as I do, and I'm timing my Zman of the Maitse Kenyan to be Nigma, to be Nigma on Shabbos, to be Chal, it's not a Pai Kulsa. Is it the Maitse Kenyan or the Chalais? The Maitse, that's the, that's the, sorry, the Maitse is Nimshech to the Chalais, and then it's been Kaina, and if the person dies, if the person dies, everything's bottle, right? Everything's bottle. So then the Pshad is, the mice is bottle. I'm not talking about it. It's not in his Rishus because he died to the Rishus. The mice is bottle, and that's the end of the Kenyan. So when we misyachas the the ma'aser, when we misyachas the chalois, still to him because he timed the ma'aser to be nigmar by the chalois. That's not the case by a, a vending machine. By a, a, a website, there, there, one can make an argument: there is no kinyan, no kinyan at all. I mean, there's a shayvus, but there's no real kinyan. There's none. There is no real kinyan. The, the, I'm curious, you know, Rabbi. It's just more cow than uh, than uh, a, a uh, yeah. Let's see if a person would put a, a a dollar down on a table and he would tell a woman. 
take it and be Niskadish, which would the Kedushim be Chal? Take it and be Niskadish. I mean, there's no Dinkidita on a dollar. He's, he's having, a, he's having, a, she, she's being Koina. She goes and being Koina. And then she's being Koina. She's, uh, there's a Kedushim, but that's not the case here. Well, so not, my my point is, why didn't, so why didn't Rabbi Kivaya come up with that case? He could say, why didn't they make the Kedusha in Arab Shabbos or Arab Yom Kippur where the woman picks it up? So the guy himself is not making a Chalai's Kenyan. He's not doing a Mice at all. So I guess the woman. And that's is. not. What, what Rabbi Kivaya would want to do is he'd have to make that uh, before Shabbos they make a Mice Kenyan. And they're saying that the, the Mice Kenyan, which right now we just made, however we made it, me and you, is not Nigma told the Chalai. They're pushing it off. And Mashad's point is, if you're not timing a Kenyan to be Nigma on Shabbos, then you back this Jesus Kenyan. That's not, that's not anything to do with Rabbi Kvega. Rabbi Kvega's point is, when you're timing a Kenyan to be Chal on Shabbos, the Messiah is to the person who's doing that. When you're not timing a Kenyan, because that's the Messiah, you, you don't have an upmark with the other party. You, you don't make a Messiah Kenyan. The other party didn't present themselves yet. So you can dig into how exactly it works, and it's a fair question, but I don't have another party yet. I didn't come to Donald Mice Kenyan to be Nigma on Shabbos. The other guy didn't, is not here yet. Then the Mashag's point is, there wouldn't be Etzla Shiler of Kivega. That's the point. And then there's other, there's other ways how to how they say it, where it has to be in a case where if you die, you would be bottled. In this case, it wouldn't be like that. So, uh, but but the, when, once, you, once, once you get into these type of shilas, you really, essentially, you're having, uh, between me and you, you have Kalim that are doing things for you because the guys didn't tell them I said they happened to San Shabbos, and she's Kalim is Mutter. Very good. But my question, this one's fascinating. Yamamish, the, the Baal, uh, Shailat and the Shailas, I could see. The Svarim should just be as, uh, I just, I want to tell you a humorous story. I was once talking to Abdavid about this because we were talking about the time, the time clocks of Ramosha. That's really the only way really to start disagreeing with this because Ramosha had a problem with time clocks, Taka. Like the time clock itself is time to turn the, clock, the light on on Shabbos. Anyway, so I was discussing this, this whole notion with, with Abdavid and then he was talking about the time clocks, how, you know, the, 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 the intricacies of, of Ramosha's chuva. So I asked him, Elisha, and I, I used the wrong word. I said, Lamaisa, what, what's Lamaisa? Can you use the time clock or not? I said, Can you use it? So he looks at me, he's like, Can I use it? I don't think I should use it. But could everyone else use it? Yeah, everyone else could use it. <laughs> so oh, that's, nice. uh, that's really where we are right now. Most people do use time clocks. And if you do use time clocks, they don't have much of a shyness. And one purchase item during the nine days to be li- delivered after Tishabot. Well, no, so, can you order something at Amazon in the nine days to be delivered after Tishabot? Right. So th- this is a very important question, a very relevant question, and it, it, it encompasses many times when uh, many different halachas. A person is not allowed to buy something a chalamoid. A person is not allowed to buy something like kalim. A person is not allowed to buy a pair of pants during chalamoid. A person is not allowed to buy a pair of pants during the nine days, right? And um, and then it becomes a question. Well, I bought it on Amazon, but I didn't get it till after. And people during the nine days, I can tell you, Dubai and after Tishabov, lots of packages are rolling in. So it's it's also a Shaila Benigaya buying mitzvahs where you buy things like Shalachmonis uh, to be delivered to a recipient, and it's going to arrive on Purim. It's it's a far-reaching question, and I think it's extremely relevant. Uh, there's really two points that I think it's important to keep in mind and, and to make a distinction between them. Uh, there's one point that the technical act aspect of the question, which is when are you actually kind of the, the item? That's a, there's a lot of angles to this question and a lot of moving parts. And we could, that's, it's a good conversation to have. There's, I think, maybe a more important conversation that could perhaps possibly, and I believe um, the proper way to look at it, it might make the first question of the technical aspect when you kind of, it might make it somewhat uh, academic and perhaps mute because I believe maybe the more important question is what are you actually doing? Are you being kind of now and now we have to figure out 
well, does the Kenyan work? And let's get technical how exactly it works, because obviously you didn't receive it, so what Kenyan are you using? But I think that the, maybe the clearer way to go about this is to ask, are you trying to be kinder now? Is that what's happening? And when are you actually, when you pay for an item online and it comes to your house, delivered by FedEx, UPS, or the Amazon truck straight, when are you actually buying it? What, what is actually happening here? Not, not when you, could it work, but what are you doing? And usually, this is the way I, I, would, I would think you should look at it. The, the Gemara has many cases where the Gemara has similar cases where it's trying to figure out um, uh, the, the Gemara's all of Ezen Eshech about this. When you send a package with some, did he mean to buy it? Or did he mean, and he owes you money and it's a halva? Or did he not mean to buy it yet till he gets to another place? And the Gemara generally, as a, a basic barometer says that it depends who's, who's Akhrai, where the Akhrai is. That's, I believe, the first place to look to try to identify do we have a sale or not. And the way it works on Amazon, and I think almost across e-commerce, is that Amazon's only a small part. I mean, Amazon's not the majority of e-commerce, but we could talk about Amazon in any cases. I think uh, all companies will find that I'm aware of. The, there is no Akhrai on the Lekeach, the Akhrai on the Meicher. The Gemara says clearly, this is the Gemara in Gimel and Nezen Eshech, and there's other Gemaras in Nezen Eshech, like Samachay, and there's other Gemaras in general about different halakhas, is that when you find the Akhrai is on the Meicher, there is no assumed sale. And I would think that the, which I, we could have a discussion about if it could be kind of, but I think that the, probably the clearest way to look at it is you're making a psika. You're not buying something. You are, you're not purchasing, you're making a deal. And then it's nigma when you get it, not when you um, purchase it in the sense that you went online and you clicked buy and they charge you credit card. So because the Echariah is always on the market, there's no sale yet. If there's no sale yet, so now we have to look at all these cases that, that, you brought, that we discussed and then to go through it. So, I mean, I could start going through the cases or I just want to know, like, you have any feedback what I just said? No. I mean, so the cooler would be in the nine days. The problematic case would be, could you buy chametz on chalamoy to be delivered after Pesach? Right. So I just want to, I want to just make a distinction here between, uh, just before chametz. Uh, I, I don't know, if, uh, by the nine days, I want to just make a distinction here between, let's say, chalamoy and the nine days. It's, it's a very interesting uh, riddle I want to ask someone. I, you know, the... In the halachas of Tafkuf Lamites, which is the halachas of which is the of Chalamoid, it says you can't be kind of something because it's the Mayit Sencher. You know, the, the Pais can say it, the Magan Avram says, the Meshavur brings a few times that when you're tired, the Iskav, it's the Mayit Sencher, you can't buy something. And then when you come to Tafkuf Nanalif, which is the halachas of the nine days, you can't buy something. And the reason is the Anafrayim and others bring, and the Meshavur brings it, that it's Marbet Sencher. Marbet Sencher. Talking about the same pair of pants. Right? And on uh, you can't buy it because it's Mamayat. It's Mamayat Simcha. And I'll be Mamayat Simcha on Chalamoid. You're lessening the Simcha. And then you can't buy it during the nine days because it's Marbet Simcha. So I think there might be a distinction here that sometimes the Isser, and I, I think that's the Lushen by Chalamoid, is an Isser to be Isaac in Masamatan because the, the Lushen of the Mishavur is, um, there's a which means every sale has an assumed negotiation, right? There's a, there's a Shuma. And uh, there's a there's a psika and there's a ktsitza and there's different parts of the of the mecca, and therefore a person should not be bu- making a mecca because it's there's a daigas halev that he's getting a good deal and he maybe could afford it, and uh, he's not getting ripped off the chulu the chulu, and because of that you're not making a chalamid, and because of that I think there might be a svar to say, it's mistaver that you can't actually make a psika a chalamid because that's. Now, you weren't kind of the item, but I think, I think just the opposite. I think when you look in the halachas of Cholomoyed of the nine days that it says you can't be kind over there, it's Marba Simcha, that's on the Kenyan of the item. There might be two parts to the Mecca, 
And depending on what the Isser is, it might differentiate the halacha, which would mean to say, on the nine days, you want to know, could you go on Amazon and buy it after Chalamayit? I don't have a problem with that because you're not being kind of the item. The Simcha is on the actual acquisition, and the, the Kenyan's happening after Chalamayit, after Tishabam, and I think that's Mutter. But to, to stell that too to Chalamayit and say, okay, so that means on Chalamayit I can go and I could buy uh, something, a pair of pants to arrive after the Yomtif. I think that that not, might not be accurate because he's still being oisik the master Martin, and you still have the Daigus Halev, and specifically that chilek of the Mekach is the, is the Isser, and Memeila might be Osetaka. Now, with Chomets, I think Chomets is a straight up Isser. Chomets is not Abu Shaloy, it's not Abu Bishutsa. In my opinion, you're not being kind of Chomets until after Pesach. I don't have a problem. I mean, I wouldn't advise it because if it comes. If, if you're off in your timing and it comes on Pesach, you have a problem on your hands. But, uh, so I'm not advising it, but if you want to know, technically speaking, if a person knows it's not coming until after Pesach and he's putting in an order, uh, he's not coming. I don't have an issue with it. So, so, what, so the question is what the credit card is charged immediately, right? The credit card charge. So now, you, you, yeah, the, the, the technical aspect is, is the credit card's charged, and if you, meaning you want to know how would the Kenyan work? How would it work? Is that, is that your question? What would be yeah. the Kenyan? Yeah. Okay, so the, the Kenyan obviously wouldn't be anything physical with the item because it didn't come. So it wouldn't be any Mashiach or Agbo, any of those in that category of Kenyanim. The Kenyan would have to work with a Kenyan mice and Kenyan Kesef. And Kenyan Kesef, we hold as not Kaina, even though we hold the Natarius Kaina, but Medarbon is not Kaina, right? So generally, we would assume that there's no Kenyan Kesef. And obviously, Shalchmanis would be an exception because there are most Paskin. And the end of uh, the Kuftadis that uh, Dvar Mitzvah, Kenyan Kesef, does work. But if we're not talking about Dvar Mitzvah, we're talking about Chomets, so we're talking about buying paint and Chalamayid or buying during nine days. So then the Kenyan Kesef doesn't work. And uh, that would be uh, somewhat of a way to, to approach the conversation that there's no Kenyan Kesef, so that's the end of it. How would you deal with Dina the Machus Adina on the Kenyan Kesef? Not so much Dina the Machus Adina. I mean, there's definitely a question about Satunta and. and, and uh, or, or Minigat uh, Saichrim, whatever you want to say. Minigat yeah. I think it's a valid question. Um, it, 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 it's, uh, it's another discussion because that's a different discussion. Does that help Minigat Saichrim? Does not help Minigat Um And we're talking about their abundance, so it doesn't really make a difference. But uh, I, I, again, I'm noted to say that there is no Satumta. It's made up. There is no Satumta to be kind of. It's You're not being kind of. Again, I, I think it. That when you bring up a Satumta, and people do bring up Satumta to try to override the problem of Kesef Kaina and the fact that Kesef is not Kaina, I think they're ignoring the Matthias. I still believe the Matthias is being Kaina, and I know that because the Gemara uses Achrayas as an indicator of when the sale is, and there's no, there's no Achrayas here. You know, I, I, I'll tell you something. I'll ask you a question. I, I think it's a very basic point. The, the, the basic, one of the most basic building blocks of commerce is Kenya Kesef. And some Rishonim say it's, it's a Svarah, because it has to be, a Kesef's Kainer, right? And then some Rishonim are bringing it to but some Rishonim just say it's a Svarah. And, and Chazal came, and Chazal said that the Moicher is at a, the Lekech's at a, a terrible, um, he, he has a terrible liability, because uh, since he bought it, and the Moicher uh, doesn't care about it, it's going to burn down, the Moicher won't save it, so there's it's unfair to the Lekech, and they own the battle king in Mecca. So I ask somebody, well, what do you have to do with Vatal Kinyamekach? Just say the Echraiz is on the Moshe, right? Don't be about Vatal Kinyamekach. Just say the Echraiz is on the Moshe. And the way I understand it, this really doesn't work like that. If the Lekach bought it, then it's his Echraiz. If the Moshe still owns it, it's his Echraiz. And, 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 and the, the general uh, 
the, the, the way progression of Kenyanim work is that whoever owns it, Zachroi. And Chazal came and said that we're going to have to cancel the sale, cancel the Kenyan. And that's how the Achrayas goes back to the market. So I think on a very basic level, Achrayas should be the, the barometer and the indicator of who actually owns it. And I think that uh, because the Amazon's Achroi, they get lost, it's not the Lekev problem. And uh, I think that that should be the, the, the answer to your question. Satomta, uh, theoretically, it might be Satomta, but I don't think there is a Satomta. I think the practical answer overrides the technical answer. Yeah, I'm saying it could be, again, according to, to law, that you own it, just the seller has, like, sort of has to insure it until you get it. So, so, so why would we define I mean, when you say the law, do you mean the, the, the kivun of the seller? Or, like, what do you mean the law? Like the, first of all, why would you say that? Meaning, where would you be coming from to say that? I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm saying, uh, I, I, I don't understand. You're talking about thousands of, thousands of sellers. You're trying to establish a, a minig hasaychrim, which is the way people do things. And every, all the sellers have a Christ. All the sellers have a Christ. Hello, and I think that's a glass. I just Googled it. Legal yeah. title is determined by the terms of sale. Ownership of the goods passes to the buyer when the public carrier accepts the goods from the seller. Ownership of the goods remains with the seller until the goods reach the buyer. That's EDUJU Justice Department law. Tell me the why. I'm sorry. Ownership I, I, I just got confused. Yeah. Ownership of the Ooh. goods remains with yeah. the seller until the goods yeah. reach the buyer. Okay. So that, that's what I'm saying. Now, there is an academic question that, that, that well, is it possible to get around that? But on, on generally, you have to assume that there's no Kenyan. And that really, you want to know if you can buy things on Khamit? Khamit, you can't. Because you didn't buy it. The word buy is wrong. You ordered it and you made a psika on it, but you didn't buy it. You want to know if you could buy pants during the nine days? I think you can. I, I do have an, you know, uh, a strong, uh, you know, I, I think there's a, a stark welcome to say a chalamoid might be different because you're still, you're still making a psika. You're being Isaac and Maso Martin, and that could be the issue itself. Yeah, that's the beginning, but there's a different Mishibura. To go deeper in, um, like maybe it's just cotton and hay, where he read Zoe's that uh, the diktuk shive hamekach is what causes the, the tirche. What is the tirche? The tirche is the negotiations. Um, and he says that, and again, why halva is mutter and mekach, why mekach is more kal than halva, the mukim davravana, whatever the case, whatever the reason why I wanted to say that. But he does make a point, the Mishabura, and he's bringing from Dali Rab, I believe, that uh, the, the actual tirche is. The negotiations, and therefore, I don't know if that specifically should be focused on the Kenyan. That that might actually be focused more on the psika. Here's a question: I think it's becoming more and more relevant about people who are getting to get into sichsuchim. Uh, I mean, it, I think it's happening a lot. Local stores in Jewish communities, and they go on Google and they start writing really uh, not flattering oh, oh. things about this. I, I think it's a valid question. Is it? Yeah, is it using the negative things. Yeah, it's a very powerful tool. And people and, do it. And, 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 then, and, 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 and it's not just Amazon. It's, you go to a restaurant, and there's yeah, a great Google. restaurant yeah. afterwards, and, and, you, and right. you rate it, you, and you, it was a bad experience. Yes or no? Are you or aren't you? Oh, you're asking, that's right. So I, I'll just say, uh, first of all, I think one, because I've seen cases like this in Bezin. Um, it's come out in Bezin, and these people have done, you know, really, really gone all out of Google and got their family to write things on Google. As a general rule, as a general point on the topic, um, you, you come across in Bezdin, you come across uh, 
you know, two parties that are not agreeing about something, and that's why they're invested. And usually they're not invested terms. That's, that's uh, obvious. And, and sometimes, you know, it's presented to the Bezdin, you know, an email thread to, to be Mavard and It's exactly what happened and what each side said. And I, I must tell you, uh, Rav David, some of these emails, that they're not, that that of the people writing it. And they're embarrassing. I hate to say it, but it's true. They're embarrassing. And and sometimes these are people. And you're reading these emails, and these emails were never supposed to get out because they weren't, they weren't written with the kibbutz, and so they'll be embezzled. So it was an assumption anyone would see these emails. But these emails sometimes are vitriol, and the language in them, it's, it's, it's not, it's a passionist, you know? And... And sometimes it's presented in bed, and, and I simply look up at these people, and like, did you write this? I don't say that, because I'm not, you know, it's not my, my position to say, did you write this? But they understand when I'm looking at them, and they're embarrassed. And they say, I, was, I, read it when, I wrote it when I was very angry. I, I've heard this twice already, and, and fairly recently. You know, I was very angry. I was very upset. And, and, I, and, I, and I understand that people sometimes are slighted, and they're angry. That, that's understandable. And I also understand that a person has the right to defend his position, and maybe even an obligation to defend his position. And that's for sure understandable. But I think it's important to, this is like simply a public service announcement. Don't write things when you're angry and you're defending your position. It comes out, it just comes out all wrong and garbled. And it, you, you just, it, 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 you could, you come out in a terrible light, terrible light. And it's, it's, it's it ends up in a little And you say things that you're going to regret. Let me just say. And worse than all of the above that you said is yeah. one of the seven tsunayim of the Mishnah Bura. Because if you're doing it Latayelis, you're allowed to do it. Right. But you're yeah. not allowed to exaggerate. Right. Yeah, that's where I was I going. That's what I'm saying. I don't think on, exactly. On. Yeah, that is exactly my point. And I, I'm saying this because I've seen it. And I've seen it. What, what happens is, is that there are cases where a person has a right to inform the public that there's a, 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 a scam or a grist or whatever's going on. And I'm, I'm, I'm very much a proponent of some level of, 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 uh, of accountability, some level of transparency. I, I don't think that, I think as a society, there's some level of transparency is for sure needed. There's nothing to talk about. And, and, and I believe this halakhas are built into the Hilkhslash and to have this, that people should be chashish for things that are going on. But there is no way while you're angry that you're going to start cheshmin, the, the, the halachas, that you're not going to megazim, you're not going to attack people, which is not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be a dear people that there's something they might want to be aware of because this has been your experience. So to answer your question, there's, I believe, a place for a person if he feels not that, if he feels there's a, a conflicting thing, that, that there's a, a, a substance uh, wrong that that's being wrong to the people, and people would want to know that it's presented wrong. We're talking about a product you received on Amazon that simply pre- it's presented wrong. Not that you bought nine dollar junk and it's junk. Because if you buy nine dollar junk, then you're getting junk, and now you're mad that you got junk. Well, if you pay for junk, you get junk, and that's the way it is. But if you think that something's simply being misrepresented, I think you have some, you you maybe even a mechuyev to you have some sort of awareness to create. That just please note, this has been my experience, and I was disappointed. Not that you're attacking the guy, and not that you're trying to get back at him. That's not that you're not allowed to do that. You're not trying. It's not in the coma, and it's not a weapon to be used. These reviews, because these reviews can be powerful. It's 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 a let's let the know that this has been your experience. 
And people should be aware of that. And maybe not everybody was buying it for the same reason buying it. So maybe it's not Nigay. And obviously the, the, there's other variables. But but to, to write, I think the most important thing is if you're going to go down that route, you, you know, you can't be angry. And I, sometimes the the negative review writers are angry people, and that's a different discussion. <laughs> but but a person who has a bad experience in a local store in Muncie or in Lakewood, and he starts using Google as a weapon, and, and uh, you know, and the same virtual starts coming out, I'm giving one star only because Google doesn't let me give zero stars, but this is, you know, and they start talking like this. You're being McGasin. And uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't portray you in a good light, and, and it's 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 us Alpidin, you know, this just thing. Now, the same would go for a restaurant or a physician, I take it, right? I mean, it depends what the experience. I'm saying you bought the food, and it was not. Uh, you feel that it wasn't per the price; it wasn't as good. You have to be careful. I mean, when you get get into like doctoristic opinions, you start losing some of the substance. I mean, it's easier to say, yeah, I bought. Uh, I bought I bought plastic. I bought plastic bowls on Amazon, and it, 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 you can't put it in the microwave; it melts. That, that's that's a, a simple flaw. It, you have to tell people that because plastic disposable bowls can't have to be able to go into the microwave, or they have to let you know, right? So that becomes much more uh, black and white. You went to a store and it wasn't as good that day as you wanted it to for the price. You know, you have to it has to be something that you know you feel people should really know, and then everyone has different tastes. Oh, and you, it, oh, it gets a little murky, don't you think? Oh. A listener called me up. My Shahaya. He went to a dentist, and the dentist uh, did something to her tooth, and she lost a hearing in her ear, in a nerve. And wow. she spoke about it, and somebody else said, oh, I have another friend who went to that dentist who did the same thing. Like wow. malpractice type thing. So she right, asked me, right. could she go on, the, on, on Google right. and say, I went to the dentist, this is what happened to me, and it happened to a friend of mine. Right. That was her question. Uh, it's 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 a hard question. You know, I was recently reading about the the this fellow from um, uh, uh, Buffett, um, his partner Munger. What what's his name? The, uh, Charlie Munger. Charlie Munger. Yeah, now, Charlie Munger lost hearing lost hearing in his ear because he had a routine surgery when he was younger, and there was a three percent chance that he would. Uh, also, I believe it was dental work, and uh, he 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 lost hearing in one ear, and he came out and he said and they and he said. And he never spoke about it, never did anything about it. And someone once asked him, why, why didn't he go after the guy? And he said that it, it was clear he did research, there's a 3% chance it's going to happen. He said, the numbers don't lie, this 3% means 3 out of 100, and I'm one of those. So he, you know, but once you start seeing a pattern, it becomes very disturbing, you know, and uh, that, that becomes maybe a reason that people should know because that's, you know, the numbers have to be minuscule, that's obvious, because I never heard of such a thing. So even if there is such a chance, it has to be minuscule, it happens again and again, then. Maybe people should should be let know. Here's another Amazon question. A guy's starting off in, in business, and he he's selling a new product, whatever it may be, a yes. widget. And he goes online, and he's competing with China, and the guy in China has 1,200 uh, likes, <laughs> which many of them are or aren't real. So he, he, he says, look, can I take this item, ship it to 10 of my friends, right, and say, if you like it, please uh, put a like for me. You know, put a like for me on my spot. Yes or no? Right. Why to do that or not? Yeah, you 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 might be tricking people. Uh, tricking people is a shyly if, if you're allowed to do that. It, it, it might depend what they write. I, I'll just give it very briefly. If they're writing just that they got it and it d- described the basic function, I don't know if they're tricking people. If you start writing, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. 
you know, you're tricking people. I've heard from someone, and I don't know if it's true, is that the 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 um, Amazon as a, as a company, their 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 intelligence is breathtaking, and they know they they link families and they they link they link almost communities, and they see they know who's who in the sense that who's ordering to each other's house, and they have links. And and essentially, this person was making the claim that when a person starts off and he does it, they know they're doing it, and they they kind of on a very more small scale, look the other way. Because when you, when you start off and you have zero reviews, you're not coming to the tish. It's very hard to start like that. And again, you're not, if you're not tricking people, and it's not something that they're you know, in, aggressively enforcing and uh, they're kind of looking the other way, and you're writing just basic function and it arrived and it actually exists, no, no, I, I'm not going to put this guy in here or anything like that. But... Uh, when you're writing things that are not true and you're tricking people, you know, tricking people is not even, even going, you're not really allowed to trick people. If you many, many points can, maybe most points can. And another problem is, is that depends who you're selling to, because really with Chayish, even in a Mayuta, the tricky is, and there's a Gemaris about this, that if you have a comic that was, you have Chitim that was wet and then it got dried, since it's in Chamet, you now sell it to Goy on the, on the small chance it'll end up by Yid. So to trick Goyim that might end up by Yid, it, to trick on the assumption of going that might end up being is not so posh either. So uh, I think that when you're tricking people, I think that becomes more calmer. And when you're not tricking people, no, no, I, I don't know if it's the 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 Gresta Vera. Again, it depends uh, on Amazon's policies, which, what I understand, is somewhat relaxed. But I don't know this for a fact. Okay, Rabbi this was really wonderful. I thank you very much. Okay. Okay. My pleasure. Okay. Bye. Very good. Okay. Well, thank you. Bye. Bye. Joining us from Toronto is Rabbi Tzvi Haber. He's uh, head of Kashros at the COR, Kashros of Canada, and the Talmud of Kaltoira, Talmud of Demir, Talmud of Shlomo Miller in Halacha. Welcome, Rabbi Tzvi. Thank you very much, Rabbi David. Shalom Aleichem. So, question. You buy something on Amazon, and it arrives on Shabbos. And you know that it's a toy for your kid, and nothing would make him happier than having it on Shabbos. Are you allowed to, is it Mukta, A, and B, if it's not, are you allowed to open it on Shabbos? An excellent and very common question. The, um, the answer really depends on, on where you live and where the Amazon Fulfillment Center. I can talk to the situation here in Toronto, which is that uh, the Fulfillment Center is, is basically west of the city. And there's a very strong possibility. You know, it's not something that we can clarify without, without uh, a lot of even, but this, the, 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 there's a strong possibility that the fulfillment center is outside the Tchum and that uh, the package would have to be delivered from outside the Tchum into the, into the city, into the Tchum on Shabbos. So the halacha is that if a person receives a package delivered by a guy from outside the Tchum on Shabbos, the package cannot be uh, used. It can't be used on Shabbos. You can't have any hanaf from it, but it's not muksa. That's clear in the Paiskim. It's uh, relatively clear, I should say, in the Paiskim that the, the package has not become muksa, um, but it, it should not be used on Shabbos for the person that it was delivered to and his family. So the answer to your question is no. Uh, unfortunately, the child cannot use the toy on Shabbos, but he can use it immediately after Shabbos, um, especially in a situation where the tchum is not, a, it's not clear and it's a suffix. If it was brought from outside the tchum, he would be able to use it immediately after Shabbos. He wouldn't have to wait for the So you're saying that since 
since this was sent to you to arrive on Shabbos, so therefore it's coming on Shabbos, and therefore would be Asa, right? Correct, and it's you who ordered it. Don't forget, you're the one who asked for the package to arrive on Shabbos, assuming that's what you did. Right. Then you can't, you cannot be Nana from it on Shabbos. So here's the question. When FedEx is bringing them from outside the home on Shabbos, they're bringing it in a truck with a thousand other packages. So why would this be different than if you're staying in a hotel and you want to have a cup of coffee in the morning, staying at a Sheraton on Shabbos? You're allowed to have a cup of coffee because they're making the coffee for the thousand people in the hotel. And you also are there, but it's Raiv Gaim, so therefore they're doing it for the Raiv Gaim. Why wouldn't you say the same thing here? They're bringing it to Toronto from Air Sharuba Yakum. And once it arrives in Toronto, it's already in the Tchum. But the Isser of Tchumen would be abrogated by the fact that they was brought um, um, for everybody else. An excellent question. Uh, I'm not sure that I agree with your with your marshal that it's so pashut. I believe that if the goy is doing the the ribuishurim for each and every resident of that hotel, then it's also a big shaila in halacha of that smutter. I think there's oystrim uh, and mekilim in that shaila. But in our case, it's, it's different because you are asking the goy to bring your package for you on Shabbos. The fact that he has a, uh, a other packages to bring is not relevant because he's doing that iser for you, and that's what the Gemara was concerned from. That that when when something the Gemara, when we're talking about the iser hana, we're talking even if you didn't ask the guy to to bring it, and the the Gemara was concerned that a person would ask a guy to bring a package from Michut Tzuchon, and that does apply here. He's bringing each and every individual parcel for each person. Well, isn't that a dinner of isn't the dinner of Reba this year when he? In the, do you, I'm saying, would you tell the person they could have a coffee in the hotel or not? Personally, I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't say that it's Reba this year in the hotel. No, it's a no, it's a, it's a great and the if if the person was let's say a in in a hospital and he came. Um, and the, the 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 stuff was made for everybody. Then he didn't make it for you. But oh, he also made it for you. He knows he knows he knows there's 50 people, 50 Jews in the hotel. He's making it for them too. Yeah, but he didn't make it for. Yeah, exactly. In other words, in the hotel example, he made it for you too. Made it for those 50 Yidden. So that's and in the hospital. Yeah, in the hospital it's different because he's making it for whoever comes, not for anybody in particular. Therefore, you. But if, can, he, know, if you, he knows, he knows it's from a patient in the hospital. Okay, and economy. If it's for for patients, maybe it's a bigger shaila. But uh, but the the guests, you know, and I was giving you an example. A case would be mutter if somebody comes comes in. Let's say he's uh, he's he's staying with a patient on Shabbos, and he comes down to the store. So the the, the store is making it for. The Alma for for people who come in and the rise of the Alma is going. So that's the case where you can be nana from it. If it doesn't specifically include you when it was made, in the, in, in this case, not only does it include you, you asked him. You're you're part. You're you're a shutif in 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 his malachas. Yeah, but he would do it without you anyway. He has no choice. He's driving the truck from uh, Buffalo to Toronto, regardless of whether you asked him or not. He could say a hundred times, "I'm doing it for you." If you died. Or if he's just, just he's still going to do it for the other thousand packages. True, but it's interesting. But, yeah, Lamaisa is doing it for you. I, I, okay. 
Um, so if it's not then you certainly can't open it. If you hold, you can't uh, you can't touch it. Oh, no, I did say okay, you can't touch it. Can't be nana from it. It's not muksa. Why? And it's not muksa because it's not muksa because the way that the poiskim understands the um, the ramifications of the any Yehudi that brought something from the chutzutzum on Shabbos for Yid is that they it it becomes usher bahana but mutter lepalto and that's mufurish in the mechaber. Mechaber is shinchav heisiv ches. You want to read the, the Mechaber for everybody's edification? Dover she'in bo'ich shash tseido mechaber, ela shehuva mechutz v'tchum, brought from outside the tchum, but if there was no malachas done, im heviu o'eni yehudi la'atzmoi mutter afilu bo'ibiyayim, im heviu b'shvil Yisrael, then mutter l'tzhaltel, afilu mishuva b'shviloi, it's mutter to be metalto, it's not mukso, ava la'echo aser, then there's a discussion of Kadesh Yasu um, after that. We know for a fact that it was brought then we have to be Machmer. Uh, there's two Shitas, but we have to be Machmer, and the Shabur is Machmer in the Shaiwa. Um, but if it's a Sofik, then one could be Mako. Yeah. Um, That's insane. By the way, it's just, it's just and it's here at the Shulchan Aruch and Shinzayin Sifyudalid. Okay, so the in Shinzayin Sifyudalid. I, I wrote about this stira, um, but what it what the the Mishnah the way he touches this stira. First of all, he brings the Hokim that say, "What do you mean you can't touch the letter?" You're, it, it's okay. he says it's mavur in Shulchan Aruch, not that way. So it seems like the way that he wants to answer that Shiloh is that he says that the reason why Chazal did not want the person, the receiver, to touch the letter is because they were afraid of Hoytzah. They were afraid that the person was going to come to the door and that you were going to be Mechabalit from, from him. And therefore, that's, that's the reason why the Mechabit says not to touch it. Toiv Lizar, the Russian is Toiv. Toiv Lizar it seems from the Mishnah Bura that it's because they didn't want you to be over Aitzah, not because it's Muksa inherently. Okay. So let me ask you uh, the next question. Um, you want to order something um, on Pesach, a pick a product that's going to come after Yamzif. Would that be Mutter or not? So you can't order something on Pesach if it's going to be to, to come after Yantif because um, your rights are bikiyumai. Even let, let's assume that you did, you weren't kind of it, which uh, may not be the case. The truth is that when you when you uh, when you buy something on Amazon, so when you click, sometimes the Kenyan happens. At least the Kenyan case it happens immediately. Sometimes it happens only when it's delivered. Um, but regardless, either way, whether you were kind of it or not. At that point, on young, well, I guess it would be Cholamite, you'd be right to the Kiyomai. You'd want that item to uh, to, to be Kayim, and that's the Sugya and Hosef Pesach, that a person is not even allowed to want Chomets or to need Chomets to exist on on, Yantif, on on Pesach. Even if, in other words, you can't want a guy's Chomets to be right to the Kiyomai. Yes, correct. If you need that Chomets to be uh, to be kayim, so that's that's a problem on Pesach. You can't you can't have that either. You have to wait until after Pesach to order. Okay, and um, let's talk about more. You, you had wanted to mention one or two other Pesach shilas that are common. Can you share them with us? Um, the most common shiloh that that people ask is uh, after Pesach, can they buy on Amazon? So 
the the question really is it's not not very very clear because I mean Amazon itself is a public company it's, it's a Zaysha company you can assume it's a Zaysha company and and of course you can buy anything that they owned over Pesach but Amazon also acts as a uh, as a fulfillment center for third party vendors um, in which case you don't really know where who who from whom you're buying so you know this the shaila of suffolk chametz of pesach even though chametz after pesach is an issue and really uh, the cloud should be that suffolk derabanan lakula but uh, that's not so posh either if you look in the mishnah bura and, and tough mem ches um, they're, they're hulking on that, too. In other words, the idea is that uh, you're supposed to know who you buy, who you're buying from after Pesach. I mean, it's just random that you, you don't know and you can't even know after Pesach. So it's not so posh that you can be Mako. Uh, certainly, if it's a shot of Chak and Tzatzik uh, HaShakol, that it may be, you know, probably it's not Jewish because most people on Amazon sellers are not Jewish. I don't know if that's even a true statement, but... Um, definitely, uh, you know, and then we're talking about kosher products, so I'm, I'm not sure if that's even a, uh, a correct statement. But let's just say that it's a Savagashoko and you need something, so I wouldn't say it's Usser. Uh, it, it seems from Ramosha has a chuva about Savag Chamech and, uh, and others speak about it, so it would probably be Mutter, but it's definitely a Shaila and probably better to buy uh, from a source that you know is not Jewish after Pesach. Mm-hmm. What other Pesach Shilohs do you have on and Ari Amazon? The, the the problematic Pesach Shiloh is is uh, it's um, what's called in Amazon subscribe and save. Subscribe and save is when a person um, you know subscribes to a, a particular product and orders it, let's say once a week or, or whenever, however common and frequent they're ordering it, um, and the person has to realize that if it's hummets and the subscribe and save is going to deliver over Pesach, you must cancel that subscribe and save. Otherwise, you're going to have a delivery of Hametz on Pesach. And you may not even know it. Obviously, that the, the box comes closed. You may not even know what's inside the box. Maybe you ordered shoes or other clothing to arrive on Pesach that you needed for Yontif. So you, you may get into a, a very big trouble when, when, uh, when your Hametz arrives on Pesach in your house and you're kind it on Pesach. Uh, you know, if if a person didn't realize that uh, that he left it open and and it came on Pesach, it lands on your porch. I advise you to call a rub right away. Uh, there still may be a sad that you're not kind of it, and uh, perhaps uh, the rub would be matter, uh, maybe um, kicking it to the side and uh and and putting it in a, in a, in a, in a safe place where you wouldn't be coin it you have to have that will have you not to be coin it um in for the duration of Yantus. but uh, once you take it into your house um even if you didn't realize what it is uh the pasha says you are cleaned and it's come it's trouble of Pesach, and you're everyone by your and and uh and it's also even after Pesach. you have to be very very careful with this interesting i'll share with you a story um i was in the car of a fellow from mexico I was trying to do the caravans. He came with his father on Pesach to a house for um, one of his sarum, and he brings me a, a beautiful gift. He asked me to open it. I open it up, and it's two bottles of Johnny Walker Blue Label, very expensive bottles. I'm looking at these two bottles of whiskey. Right? I ask you as the rabbi what to do. What would you say? They were inside the house already? Yeah, they were in the house. He handed them to me. Uh-huh. So he handed them to you. You're, you're, he was, uh, he, this is a from person? 
No, he's a, 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 a friar guy who was trying to be nice. Oh. He doesn't, didn't, doesn't know Shema Yisrael, you know? I see, I see. Uh, and he hands them to you. I mean, you can have Das not to be kinder. I'm sure that's what you did at the time. Um, at the, you know, it's, what should you do? Put them back down. But what can you do? Explain to him that uh, that this is Pesach and that he may not even know that uh, whiskey is chametz on Pesach. He has, he has no idea that whiskey is chametz. Right. So explain it to him and, and tell him that. Uh, so so the question is, do I have to explain it to him? Well, could I just walk them outside and put them outside the house, on the side of the house? Um, yeah, you you know the, the the problem they were in your hands already. Chametz is um, is is not something that you're allowed to hold on Pesach either. But um, but if it's already in your hands and and you have you know the headier, you're not going to be cleaning it. So you can you can take it outside and you can be mavirat even for him. You can pour it out. Probably be the best thing to do. I'm okay, saying there's no reason, no, no need for me to tell him. I could just walk it outside. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, that's what I did. I took it outside and I left it outside and I didn't say a word to this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never, never, right? Um, right? Let me ask you a question. So, a, a guy, um, a guy um, starting an, an Amazon site, he's selling some widget, and you know he, he has to have likes. He has to have you know positive ratings. So, can he tell twenty friends of his, do me a favor? Um, could you just? Right, that you oh you love my product, you love my rating, and uh, and if I get twenty, so uh, I, I show up at least you know on the board. Otherwise, they put you at rank number two thousand. You know what I mean? And knowing that this is everybody in China is doing this, except that instead of asking twenty people, or I'm in China, they have two thousand cousins each day. They they get a lot more volume. Are you allowed to do that or not? This, these are the hard questions that uh, that are are not easy to answer. Um, so uh, see, that, that's why you make the big bucks. <laughs> People don't ask me these questions. And if they do, I tell them it's hard to answer and uh, it's a very, very difficult uh, shyless. You know, honesty is, is extremely important. And, uh, you know, the normal business practices in the industry, you know, can counter that in, 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 certain, okay, in, in certain instances. But these are uh, intricate shyless that a person should ask. Uh, the Rav, who, who's familiar, uh, who they're familiar with, and uh, not take it from somebody online. Let me ask it to you differently. My feeling would be is that it would be, it's a lie. You never saw the product, you never touched the product, etc. How could you do it? I can't understand, like, really. It's a, it'd be very, to me, would be, uh, let's say you told your friend, listen, go on Amazon, buy the product, look at the product, check if it's good. And by the way, I'll compensate you afterwards for having bought the product. So now you're not lying. It's a little more of a kanunya, but it's everything the writing would be true. Right. You do something like that, or you would answer the same thing. I, I assume that's what you were asking me in the first place. No. I didn't, I didn't okay. think that uh, you're asking that that someone would ask somebody else to outright lie for them. But uh, yeah, I assumed that the uh, the situation was. And you, and you would say you don't know. Yeah. I would say it's these are yeah. hard shilos. Each business work operates differently, and. And, uh, you know, there's certain business norms and the way that it's being done. And uh, it's a Cheney. I mean, you know, you have, to, you have to be as honest. You have to be honest and you have to be straight and you can't, uh, you can't play games. But Rabbanu Shalom doesn't give Parnassar like that. Yeah, I, I want, when he says every business is different, I, I'm assuming that um, you're assuming to Chayshimish, but Reish Chafet, it says that the Makam Shenago, I'm like, 
In other words, wine is not supposed to be diluted before it's sold. It should be sold full strength. And you're not allowed to. But if it's an area where that's the custom, then you would be allowed to because the buyer knows that it, it, it was the buyer knows that everybody else is doing it. And, uh, you know, and those so, particular so, areas. So, so it's very particular and it's very relevant to a particular situation. I remember saying, ask, ask your local Orthodox rabbi who could spend more time getting familiar with, the, uh, with this exact product. One last question. Could you send me Shleach Mones via Amazon? An interesting Shaila. Why not? What's my question? The Mishnabura is brings an opinion. I forgot who it is. That you need a shliach manish, right? Well, he's not a shliach. Um, and uh, and um, yeah, you're not. You don't have a real, a genuine shliach over here. Right. The um, would be the Shaila would be if you let a send. It's the same Shaila. You let a send Charles Manus in the mail. So really, what's happening is is that you are you're hiring somebody to do a delivery for you. Not, it's not the shlichus, it's uh, the poil, and a poil or a kablin even. You know, it's a kablin really, but uh, but that's klapei el chashabas. But, uh, but klapei, this discussion, is a, you can look at it as a poil, and uh, as we know, there's yad afrayim, yad poil, yad balabayis, and machin afrayim, I mean. And the lemaisa, uh, the, the, the um, it's probably okay, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, Rabbi Heber, thank you very much for your time. This was wonderful. Okay, pleasure. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.